You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and retired musicians all over the world, united as one. Thank you for listening to Emo Brown, the podcast, the weekly show brought to you by Grasshopper for all your medicinal, recreational cannabis needs. Don't forget to pay them a visit. Make your card clack. Get 15% back. Take $12. Get three pre-rolls coming your way. I'll be there tomorrow visiting and see what we're going to stock up on. But hey, wait, there's more brought to you by Bobby Tribal's very own the lower left tribal street we're worldwide all of the things man take your car get 20 percent off there and make sure you make all of the purchases while you're there this is the homie this is the homie mr the youngest ruiz bro the middle ruiz silk cloud i have so many silk cloud shirts and they're all fucking awesome i wore the mike tyson uh, collab he made and everybody compliments me on that one that's a sick ass shirt bro what is that it's another label it's another label his son and isaac has a, oh. a label called silk cloud and if you go to silkout.com yeah. and you put emo30, you get 30% off the gear, man. I'm going to go on there and rap, dude. I got to buy one of those. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, bro. We are very like privileged to have killer people supporting everything we do. We got 9-5. I think we even have a, 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 a real estate company. He don't come in no more. He hit me up. Albert hit me up. Um, Capital Gums, lowercase teeth. He wants to come in and, and jump in on the fucking podcast again on the couch. This couch right here, the, the, the cancel couch. People just like to pop in and, and just join us every now and then. Tell him he can do it if he can chomp through an entire carrot. An entire carrot? Oh, that, why are you making fun of him? I don't know. Low case teeth. This episode is also <laughs> brought to you by Goop. This smells like my vagina. A product brought to you by Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, smells like Shakespeare in love, frankly. <laughs> Teen spirit. <laughs> nope. Doesn't smell like much of anything. But hey, thank you for who uh, Hexas. He purchased this for us. A plant-based eau de perfume. Why would you buy a perfume that smell that's called "This Smells Like My Vagina"? I have no clue, but we got it now. Every everybody gets a gift today. Everybody on the couch gets a, a perfume of "This Smells Like My Vagina," brought to you by Goop and Heretic. And if you guys look under, like <laughs> look under your seats at home, look under your seats at home, and you get one too. This episode's also brought to you. Every episode, everything we do, never forget, is brought to you by Three Punk Ales. For all the delicious nectars of God juice and things of that nature, visit Three Punk Ales, Chula Vista, and Little Italy. Little to diddly. Little to diddly. Every <laughs> Monday through Friday from 12 to 5 p.m. Sneak in there. Get a pint. It's $5. Why wouldn't you? Good It's deal. bananas. Here to tell us all about, all about uh, Three Punk Ales and what is going on lately, because this is beer week. Yes, sir. This is beer week right now. Beer week is gone right now. Kiki. What's up? What's going on, sir? Well, Monday we were at uh, the Tom Ham's Brews, Views, and Chews. Bro, that event was awesome. See, Fucking the food was phenomenal. Brews the beer was great. Uh, we had. I'm Mason, bummed I didn't go. Mason Elworks was there. Fall was there. Nice. Uh, Bivouac was there. Like, was Who's that one? Bivouac. There, cider. Oh, okay. Um, but like, yeah, the food was amazing, dude. They had like wings, crab cakes, oysters, uh, falafel. We were we were teamed up with Pretzels and Pints, so we had uh, the beer cheese was made with their Oktoberfest. And then they had the pretzels right there, right? You pair it with it. Very nice. Um, then they had sausages. They had, like, oh, yeah, they, they, had, they had everything, dude. It was, 
Damn, Barry. I couldn't help it. Bro, he was... He was I forget the microphone. Is <laughs> Kiki was doing so well, fool. He was doing so well. And then you just, and you just hit him with a fucking sausage joke. Don't don't be distracted. Go ahead. Nah, but um, the vent was overall great, man. Like, everybody like loved it. They were all drinking both beers because we took uh, the Oktoberfest and the Don Fanucci. Don Fanucci! Which they also have... Upstairs at uh, at the restaurant at Tom Ham's, they have that on tap right nice, now. Nice dog. $50 a ticket got you in, and you got to taste all of the beers and yes. munch on all the food and sausages included. Yes, Solar Pelo. What a wonderful time. I'm bummed I didn't go. I usually enjoy that one. That's uh, of the events during Beer Week. That's one of my favorite events to go to. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that at all. Is there fun. any more events coming up? Um, I know we had, yesterday we had the Brewers Guild at the The bar. Brewers Guild showed up. I saw La Prima Estela there. I saw Jay Noons. Um, I saw Andrew Kelly right she before was. I left. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Was but We had, the kids had jujitsu, so I walked by when they were finished. And then I had boxing, so I had a dip. And we'll talk about that a little the best bit. Reason, the best reason to have kids is Go you ahead. get to use them as an excuse. Bro, they are an excuse yeah. for everything. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. You're like, I gotta get it. Sorry, the kids. Before we go any further, before we go any further, you know, we usually wait and and, and introduce the guests, but that's fucking Splurjo, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, Sergio Hernandez is right here. He's he's probably gonna be joining us once a month on the cancel couch because he's got a lot of cancelable shit to say, bro. (laughs) We're gonna get to (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get to him later. What's going on, Kiki? What else? Tell me some beautiful Uh, things. uh, So, what else we got? Oh, we're we're tapping our last BA. Uh, barrel aged, barrel aged fucking riz, which is the rum riz, the one rum uh, riz. in a fucking barrel aged and a rum barrel. So the the rum barrel aged riz is the one I love the most. Riz, uh, Russian imperial stout. But as the kids say today, yeah, that's like swag. That's yeah. like swag. That's all the riz, bro. Yeah. So maybe we just keep that name just as is riz, because once upon a time that beer was called um, Putin on, on the riz. And we got blowback for that. We got blowback, but I mean, yeah, but but the name is fucking sick. Yeah, we had that name way before any of the bullshit came out. The name is putting on the Riz because it's a Russian Imperial Stout, so it's bling bling and checks. But I thought it was like putting it on the Ritz. Yeah. Yeah, putting it on the Ritz. But the guy who made the sticker just said putting on the Riz. So I was like, oh, yeah, it works. And then. And then they fucking invaded and Ukraine, dog. <laughs> and then they got all the fucking blowback. Yeah, we got blow- oh, Way to ruin the beer, <laughs> Fuck you, like, Vladimir. Oh, Thanks a lot, bro. Yeah, man, now we got to change you. the name of the beer to just Riz. Fuck, I'm with so it. Just put on like hey, the Riz and have like a really zoomer ass Everybody's all about it now. Oh, Riz is a great name, bro. Yeah, Riz so. is a great name. The world has moved on to other altercations. So it's like now yeah. we're... <laughs> It's a new flavor of the week, fool. What's the name of the rat from the Muppets? Rizzo, right? The Rizzo. rat, yeah, Rizzo. Yeah. Let's Look call it Rizzo. Hey, Rizzo. why do we have our guitarist? <laughs> I don't know. You did it. I I just wanted to make. I sure was you just were I was just noodling. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit! What is that? What is that? That's a copyright infringement right there. That's what that is. Would it be a copyright infringement if I'm the motherfucker doing it? I don't know. I've, my, uh, my I don't think so. Never got flagged. I don't I don't know, covers on those. Yeah, well, nobody watches nobody your live stream. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a live stream that people watch for it to get like, oh, that one hurt. There was thirty on the last one. Get it, fool! Fucking, it, it was the way my checking of my safe. It was yeah. young Pete just logging yeah. in, logging out, logging in, logging out. <laughs> no cierto. What else is going on at Three Bunkels before? Uh, <laughs> that's about it right now, man. We don't. Yeah. Know, uh, you know, we still got the the deals every day, like how you said, total five, uh, five dollar pints. Little Italy and ours at Third Avenue. There it is. What's that four day. pack deal? Oh, four, yeah. yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, we got fifteen ninety nine for a four pack and ten dollars for a fucking crawler. Ten dollars for a crawler. <laughs> some events. Some events coming through. We got True Crime Trivia going to Little Italy next week. Ooh. Yeah, Little Italy Strong next week. Yeah, then they'll be back to Chula Vista as well, but they wanted to sprinkle a little finesse in Little Italy. That might so, go really well over there. I think so. That's that's what she was saying. She, being Renette, she she hosts the True Crime uh, Trivia Night and True Crime Podcast all about San Diego crimes that may or may not have been uh, solved. You know, some of them have been, some not. Just, when are they going to do a writer night? 
A winner? <laughs> writer. Oh, the guest that never aired. Oh, yeah. All we're gonna, we're gonna, we, we lost an episode because we brought somebody in and we all made a mistake and it, uh, the audio is gone. That's why, that's why Splurge is back. Splurge, I, I, gave him, I gave him an eight and a half out of ten. And today we're going to give him a ten <laughs> out of ten. Ten, ten nice. out of ten, bro. Ten out of ten. But that is all things uh, Three Punk Ales currently. Uh, who's on deck? Uh, Tuesdays at Little Italy. Don't forget. Yep. Bring your record. Spin your record. Buy a pint. Sip your pint. All the things. I've gone there. You've gone there. We've all gone there. Tell us a little about your upcoming fight, Kiki, before you leave. Uh, well, we finally got uh, confirmed by Cage Warriors that there's going to be a fight. Uh, we're just still waiting on who they're going to give me. As what day is this fight, bro? December 15th. December 15th. Come watch Kiki get his first professional victory. Right? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah, it would be. Why do you laugh, fool? Because I know you're making fun of me, asshole. No, I'm not, dog. That I was a sincere that compliment, a sincere compliment <laughs> no, dude. I don't know. Not, with, you, like, with you, I feel like your sincere compliments are kind of like always a little backhanded joke. As uh, well. You know what? Well, you're that's intelligent. Cool. You're intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you see through the bullshit. Yeah, I would love to fucking be there for your first professional victory. Yeah. That's it, bro. Because I, I think I might only go to one of your fights. So should I go December 15th yeah. or should I wait? This is the no. fight. This is the one. Am I going to make my money back by betting on you this time? Yeah. If you have no opponent, do you win? Oof. I don't even get a fight if I have no opponent. For no. Shit. We'll call it a victory. We'll <laughs> hey. call it a victory. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to fight Kiki, <laughs> make his dreams come true. <laughs> nah, it's, so, like, it'll most likely happen now because I got offered another fight at a uh, fight club OC. Okay. But, like, my coaches were like, nah. You're not supposed to talk about it, though. No, well, no, nah, don't matter. It's fight club. But we're not going to take that fight yeah, gotta, Barry Yoshida's very own black belt uh, Is here sitting on the cancel couch with us today That's right, Sergio Splurjo Hernandez Is a very decorated jiu-jitsu practitioner Why don't you enlighten our fucking guy With some tips or tricks Like that one time you uh, triangled a break-in guy Going into your dad's pad <laughs> Breaking guy Some guy who was trying to thievery his dad's house bro. Oh my goodness mm -hmm. Trying to break into my dad's house, caught him but um, but I was gonna say, are you gonna try to knock him out, or are you gonna try to sub him? Nah, oh. I'm gonna try to knock him out. Ooh. Are you stronger on on Did your? I'm gonna tell you to knock him out. I'm not. I'm not. It's not that I'm stronger on my feet, but it's just I feel like I don't. I don't know. I just love being on on like standing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I would much rather. Like Kicks yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Punches. Yeah, you know, I'm cool taking it to the ground and everything. Yeah. But like, I would much rather like stay up and just fucking throw it. Throw All it. Right. Yeah. I had some pro fights. Yes, you did. I was terrified of. Getting knocked out. Okay. So I didn't throw one punch. Bro, that was my thing. Four was professional like, fights. I didn't throw. What's your record in four professional fights? Four, no. That's right, baby. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, like, we call him foreign. He's, foreign. He's a foreign <laughs> guest here. So. I retired after that. I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. That's the best way to retire, <laughs> dog. Nah, what was your record? Four, no, dog. Yeah. I got yeah, caught. Like, the first time I got caught with the, with, it was a flash KO. Like that's what I'm saying. It was I got caught and I felt it and like when I hit the ground and I recovered and everything. Yeah. And uh, after that I was just like my old friend. That was it. Like you know what I mean? Like oh oh the ref. Was no like, no no. Like when I felt it, I was yeah. just more like oh shit that was it. Like mm -hmm. it it wasn't what I was what I thought was in my head that like you know if I got knocked out how I was gonna feel like you didn't see stars. Nah, like it went white. You get you see a little flash of white, but that Ooh, was damn fool. You almost no, died. There was no pain. No <laughs> That's nothing. the light like, at the end of the tunnel. Come to the light, Caroline. So just to, like I felt this uh, like the, this uh, my equilibrium just flow off and I yeah. fell. Equilibrium. Too many. Yeah, like there was no pain. Only. I think it's more so the adrenaline, bro. Like there's so much adrenaline. Like even when I took a few elbows to the head, like that's called cocaine. Full adrenaline. Like I took a fucking elbow to the head. Adrenaline. It was just like I got boom. Like a, like it felt like I was somebody was just hitting hitting me like this with the open palm. Uh, like that's just the adrenaline. What fucking a crazy pumping. experience getting into the cage because they close that shit and now you have hundreds of people waiting to see someone get. 
Fuck. Get fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, Some of us are betting money trying to make money on these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of us lost money. Yeah. <laughs> Before my first fight, my opponent was being super nice to me. Of course. He's oh, like, yeah. hey, what's up, dude? We were backstage. Hey, we're buddies. And then they closed the thing and he looked like Satan himself. He, like, he flipped the switch. Yeah, I was like, what the? F I thought we were homies. I, didn't I thought we were homies. <laughs> I don't hit my homies, bro. <laughs> we're going to put on a show out here. And he came out here trying to kill me, man. But I was Fuck. able to, you know. Put him in a triangle. And, and yeah, damn, so you, that's the move, huh? That's, that's your move, the triangle? Yeah, yeah, for a little while. Because you're long-limbed. Long, skinny, and flexible. So I got Very flexible, fool. I got to use it to my advantage. You're like yeah. the lady from The Incredibles, the mom, fool, the one that just Elastigirl. like- Elastigirl. Elastigirl. The that's one that gonna can That's going to be my new fight name. Elastisplurge. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Elastisplurge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. Kiki, get out of here, dog. You got, uh, you got to, do you have to work? Uh. Yeah, but freshman's already over there because there's no like there's nothing for him to do today. If, if you so. want to stay, just fucking chill. Hey, Relax, chill. all right? Chill I can chill. Ladies and gentlemen, as you may have already heard, Spur Joe Sergio Hernandez is here. He's here because he's a man of many things. More importantly, he is a return guest here on the Emo Brown podcast. This is probably well, if we don't count last week, it's his third. third but if we count this last week, it's his fourth time now on, he's the four show, no on the show, bro. Yeah. Four no, man. El compa foreign is here today. <laughs> he's gonna talk to us about Hellbound. Ooh, Hell Hell boys. boys, dog. He's gonna talk about his new film coming out. It's gonna be coming out. It already did one screening. It did. It was awesome. Let's get into Everybody. that aspect first. Let's get into the, yeah. the Hellbound Boys, bro. Tell us about okay, that. Hellbound Boys is a movie that I wrote and I got to direct. Mm. And first time I've ever tried to to do it, so I was just really excited to make it happen. And I I brought in all my friends, all local musicians, all local actors, mostly Mexican cast, but uh, it's diverse in the same sense but um yeah man i'm really proud of it and we're gonna show it in los angeles on fairfax at brain dead studios brain dead studios on fucking friday sold out look sold at that out. is that we got the bootleg copy fool i got it from my barber this morning <laughs> nice. that. oh yeah that's the uh, the trailer for it i think look at that dog hey that cool. looks professional yeah. as fuck dog. Yeah, it looks i love it wearing nine fives what the fuck was that wearing nine fives were those Ouch. the three punk ales oh shit they look like it we're trying to rep everybody, dude. We're trying to <laughs> and that's here in San there. Diego, or where did you film? All filmed in San Diego, too. All right. Yeah, the homie Gio, the barber from City Heights. What a legend. Look at Kiwi, you, bro. Malik Burgers. Look at you, bro. You know what yeah. I love about you the most? I love yeah, a lot of yeah. things about about you, yeah. but you really you really put on for the city one, and you really uh, give back to the community. Appreciate it, man. You know what? I know you don't like taking compliments, but... Real shit, you are a legend in San Diego. You know, you are a legend in San Diego. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is your new venture. You know, a lot of people know you from Pop's Tattoo Shop. You know, you've been, yeah. you, you, you tell us a little bit about Pop's Tattoo Shop. Yeah, Pop's Tattoo Shop has been open since 2016. Crazy year. But uh, yeah, we opened up. We've been there for, oh, I guess, like it's going to be seven years now. And I worked there with my daughter. Mm. And she's 22 years old. Look I taught you, her how full, to tattoo. Full circle, dog. She's awesome man and so she deals good with customers she has a really um hardcore style like it's just it looks tough you know what i mean like so the tattoos she does look tough and that's what we're trying to do do bold bright tattoos your your style uh often described as american traditional but with mm -hmm. a hint of splurge bro Ooh. yeah of course yeah so i've been doing it for i've been doing tattoos for almost 20 years now um i learned from jesse mercado at Concrete Jungle. Concrete Jungle. I got a, I got a Jesse Mercado piece. Yeah. I got five Splurjo pieces, though, boy. No, 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 I'm looking at I need that number six, bro. I need that number six. I need number one. I need one on my skull. Apparently, all these guys yeah. going to get skull tattoos, bro. Yeah, I've been doing that lately. I don't think my oh, head... Yeah, there's, there's the real estate's opinion. opening up Check on me. I'll be your skull tattoo. No, you're going to get jumped in. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get the emo brown tattoo, man. I think it's time. Little known fact, Splurjo created the original. And that's the one I want. The original 
Sugar Skull, Emo Brown tattoo. That's the one I have right here, bro. It's either that or it's got to be the golfer. How cool is this tattoo? Motherfuckers were bootlegging it, dog. <laughs> People were going to different tattoo artists and bootlegging that design. I was like, no, no, no. We gotta, hey, we gotta go back to the OG, the originator of this, and we, yeah. So, so glasses and I both have that one, and then a few other guys got, uh, got it. A couple of them got it from you, but there was a couple I didn't. We we had to lay the law down. The they, yeah, they, imagine they, people start getting yeah. the face. That nah, there ain't nobody down for that, dude. So look at I'd now, three. <laughs> I, I have the tattoo, the three piece scandal, the band that I was in. We had no less than ten people that had that tattoo on them, bro, and that's fucking weird to me. So now that we're doing the emo brown thing and people are getting the tattoo, I think that's even fucking weirder. That's like really shit cool. You ready? Yeah, fuck yeah. You ready? Yeah. We gotta make an appointment. Let's fool. go. If he passes out, how long is it? <laughs> Do you want to see a video of him passing out? Yeah, I can handle a tattoo, but a, a rear naked choke is a different story. Oh, oh someone did that. Yeah, he yeah, wanted a rear it naked though. Choke and he passed out. Yeah, fool. I'll show you the a video. A seasoned black belt. All right. Like, yeah. It wasn't like Kiki choked me out over here. For no reason, you uh, gave you gave Owen know, some strap. He's not paying attention. <laughs> I heard that. But yeah, I heard that. We choked him. Well, we, we we it was the night of the fight, yeah. right? Yeah, it was the night of the yeah, fight. Yeah. I got choked out for you. All right. He was like, "Hey, real talk. I always I've been always <laughs> looking. Exactly I wanted way, somebody to yeah. choke me out, and I was like, well, don't look at me, fool.' And then the other our real estate agent was here and trying to choke him out, and he, he's got small teeth, so he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And <laughs> I, I kind of went in. I was like, I "Let hit. me see." And I was like, "Nah, fool, I can't. I can't, fool. I feel bad. I don't want to. No, I really want to. I got permission. My wife let me." And then he asked Gus, my best friend Gus, to choke him out, fool. Take every third word as the truth. Less less <laughs> than five seconds. This motherfucker hit the floor, dude. Yeah, yeah it was. I thought it, it could was get gone. out. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I have a dope ass video that I created about it, but uh, due to uh, yeah. contractual obligations, yeah, aka yeah. his wife said she would no longer like let us hang out if I release it. Uh, I can't release the video. There's an NDA. Oh, yeah, did you but I'll show shit it to you. yourself or piss yourself. It <laughs> happens. Wow. I just got out. the nice little sleep. Oh, it. nice. Well, that's Woke great. up. Was like, where am I and who am I? <laughs> Loki, that's, that's why I don't like to get promoted though. at jujitsu because I don't know what will happen if I get put to sleep. I've get never been put to sleep. Yeah, I've never. Did you ever do the knockout yeah. game as a kid? Did you guys ever do the knockout game? No, what the fuck? Yeah, we're like, you, you bent. I'm not going to oh, tell yeah. people exactly how to do White it. White people like, are weird, a, fool. This was, I was at the Kellogg, so go ahead. it was. And my children go to Kellogg. It was a diverse group of people knocking each other out at Kellogg. But we, uh, yeah, you like do a little breathing technique and you lean up and they push on your chest on a wall. And if they're a good friend, they hold on to you and like slide you down. And if they're a shit friend, they just. Nah, I'm not playing that game. That's crazy, bro. Mind oh. you, explaining a lot of why I am the way I am. The only thing crazier than that, Barry, is when I'm walking down the street and my arm is exposed and say, oh shit, that's a Splurge tattoo. Your tattoos are probably the most recognizable tattoos in San Diego. That's. That's Thanks, real. Man. That's fucking it. real. Because you'll be walking down the street and be like, oh, shit, no shit. That's a Splurgeo tattoo. I'm like, yes. And I'm like, that's a Splurgeo. Because you, you have a unique uh, way of letting people, like, you don't need to put a little fucking uh, initial that says Splurgeo on there. Your fucking whole art piece is your initial. It's like people that's see it cool. and they know what the fuck is up. That's cool. And I, I also do, like, black and gray and Aztec style shit. You know what I'm saying? Mexican vibes. And uh, so I try to incorporate all that stuff into my style, so. Because I want whatever uh, whatever aesthetic you're into, I want to be able to try to like find a common ground between mm. me and the customer and make something happen. Well, we're gonna we're gonna make something happen for Barry's arm. We're gonna we're gonna okay. get in there. We're gonna get him the emo brown tattoo. Angel, not quite yet, brother. Not quite yet. You I get mean, a key soon. First. I think I think shortly you need to get a tattoo on your face. You already have mascara on your eye. Maybe a little emo brown. We'll give him the eyeliner tattoo. <laughs> eyeliner tattoo. <laughs> We will get you permanent makeup full yeah, on your fucking dude. face. You have a lip liner too. But wait, there's more with splurge. Splurge isn't done. When I mean, when I went for the first time to get a splurge tattoo, they're like, "Hey, but did you know he was a fucking rapper, dog? Did you know he was a rapper? Tell us about them days, man." 
Well, it's just, it was just a hobby, just Go like ahead. everything else. But then, you know, you fall in love with the hobbies. And you just want to keep doing it because you get better each time that you do it. And so, yeah, me and my homies used to hang out and used to record music. Every Monday and every Wednesday, we record two songs. You show up at 8, start rolling the blunt, and then the beat's playing. And then while you're smoking, you're writing your verse. And then whoever's there first records their verse. And then we'd always invite people that have never even rapped before to come. Damn. Yeah, and so when the homies would get in there. And then when we finished 10 to 15 songs, we'd put out an album. And then we'd put it at uh, Access Hip Hop and Pacific Beach. Yeah. And so we put out like 20 albums yeah, or something. Nuts. So we always had aliases and weird names. And we'd pick random subjects. Let's just do a song about breakfast today. You know, oh. it was just like smoking weed, hanging out and rapping. Me gustan you know? los conflays porque yeah, yo soy un ace. You know, whatever, bro. Nice. Have fun. Did yeah. you rap at Splurge or would, like you change it every time, like you said? Um or? I use Ninja Brown, yep. Machaca the Bandit. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, Bro, why cool. are those names awesome? Machaca the Bandit. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the Castle Couch today, El Compa Machaca Brown. Dude, Machaca Brown is sick. That's a good one. Yeah, make yeah. a shirt, make a design, Machaca Brown. Back. But yeah, man, if, some, if one of the homies has a good beat uh -huh. and they want to hang out and smoke, I'm down to go there, write a verse and rap, you know? But sometimes people take it too serious. You know? Oh, like, always. Oh, I'm trying always. to be famous. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, stop trying to be famous. Just, just try to be just, yourself. Yeah, just try to be yourself and keep doing it and try to keep doing it. Are you tapped in with uh, local music, local hip-hop right now, local, local rap in San Diego? Um, there's a lot of talented people, but it's hard for me to to keep up with so many talented people in mm. San Diego, man. Yeah, but my, my favorite rap, obviously, is uh, my homie Digigirl. So. He's a sick rapper. He does corridos. Big big part of the the project, Hellbound Boys, no? Yeah, big part. He, he has like five songs on in the movie. He has a live performance in the movie. Uh, Oatmeal has a live performance in the movie, but um, he's a just talented dude. He's the nephew to Carlos from B-Side. El Compa B-Side player, bro. He just played a show. The whole family's talented. The whole family, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. his cool, pops man. was in, in, in Los Moonlights, bro. Oh, yeah? yeah and, his, and his dad was also, he played for fucking El Recodo and shit. So, yeah, dude. Oh, no way. Yeah, I dude. didn't know that. That's yeah, sick. so he, he comes from, you know, a strong pedigree of musicianship in his family. Yeah. So it's... It's obviously leaking over to every though the generation after yeah, and so on. Oh yeah, yeah. So I always try to surround myself with young energy because mm -hmm. Well the you came to the wrong place, boy <laughs> girl. None but old crusty motherfuckers <laughs> yeah, here, bro. Smell like goop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you guys got young energy too. Oh man. yeah. We're that creative energy. We're ignorant if that's what you mean. Yeah. That's we're awesome. a bunch of ignorant motherfuckers. <laughs> Sometimes you meet some of your homies that are like in their forties and they just like tired. Yeah. Oh we tired, tired you know. But but you guys are active though. Yeah. So that's all that matters, shit. you know what I mean? How Gotta many how many active. shows have you guys done so far? Fucking today or this yeah. week? <laughs> this is our fourth show this week. <laughs> None of them have made it out. Hopefully this one makes it out. Uh, no, we I looked the other day and we are over three hundred and ninety episodes, bro. Yeah, so I remember listening to the first few episodes. We did hella nervous. We're, um, uh, yeah. So uh, tell us about <laughs> yeah. this time. And now it's like, no, mamas, bro. We're over yeah. here talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina and shit. <laughs> it and just amazing, yeah, it smells great, dog. Shakespeare in love. And now look at us, bro. We just we're just riffing, dude. Doing our thing. It, it comes like second nature because that's all we're doing. I'm so slowly surrounding myself with people that I can just be myself around. Yeah. You know, because, you know, to, to an extent, we're always pretending. We always have like a mask, una pinche mascara on how we act. But I can be myself with this fool. This fool, yeah, yeah. he's not athletic. Like even a little bit. How do I know? Because he started going boxing with yeah. me. And we, this is the second time we went last yeah, night. Throw up this time. He didn't vomit, bro. Dude, he fucking had a double weight bacon cheeseburger, Western bacon cheeseburger, uh, before we trained last time, oh. like an hour before. Yeah. He excused himself from the gym, saying, hey, I gotta go puke. And we all laughed. We're like, what the fuck? Now, you did push ups. I saw a coach was like, do push ups. Even Coach Paragan. He's like, you're here. Dude, Carlos, uh, Coach yeah. Carlos came out. He's like, hey, 
did you puke this time for? Like, yeah. <laughs> so he's one of us. So it's like, I can fucking, I can mess around with him. He's, so long as I have this guy, I'm good. On you're this sparring. Life. You're sparring. Yeah, we didn't do it yesterday. We didn't spar yesterday. We we just got in. Dude, no mommy's voice. Sweating everything out, man. Yeah. I'm slowly trying to get back into working out consistently. I do a lot, but I don't do it consistently. You know, I go for five miles of walk, five miles walking every day. I did that shit for like, uh, I don't know, like three weeks. And then other shit just popped up and I did couldn't. Did your wife go with you, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes she Five goes with walk. Every day, bro. Yeah, Holy yeah. Because I have that little loop now that I, I, I uh, measured it out with my fucking phone. And it's a five-mile walk. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It, get, it gets it in. If I do that shit every day, I feel healthier. I feel accomplished, you know? I'm old. That's the old yeah. energy. I fake yeah. it till I make it being like, a, I'm a chavo ruco. You know? Like, I just do a lot of young shit, I guess. But not really. What the fuck do we do with it's young? You're playing guitar. You're holding a bass guitar. I'm holding a bass guitar. <laughs> all, uh, all my favorite yeah. bass guitarists are older than me, fool. So how about that? <laughs> Splitter Joe, if you had an opportunity to join any band in any time frame, era, history of the world, what would it be and why? I would say I'd want to play percussion mm. on Sade's live band. No, mom is Because I get to hear Smooth sing. Operation. And I'll just be all nervous in the background just with my little triangle or what I'm sure. So not even the drums, just like the fucking no, chimes. and hanging out. I yeah, you just want to work. Fuck, yeah, really? I just want to hang out and watch. Of all the bands, that's what you're choosing, fool. I don't want to say the other one because it's embarrassing. Go ahead, dog. Do we smell like we smell like goop yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> like Radiohead or Wilco or something like that. Wilco, yeah. no, let's go with Radiohead. 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 Machaca Brown Before you go Kiki Because Angel's dying To be on camera If you had an opportunity To join any band And be a member of that band What would it be? You know what It would, it would honestly be Limp Bizkit dog Really? Yeah. Oh. It would be the drummer For Limp Bizkit The drummer for Limp Bizkit yeah, the only, I'll try to be drummer Just because like I, When I was a kid I loved drumming And I, mm. like, I picked up the drums For fucking years Until they cut our music program But it was also Because those guys like Didn't give a fuck back then mm. Like they, they gave no fucks, bro. No, they did it all for and, the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> and when, uh, and the whole shit is like when they when <laughs> stick they it up. Woodstock, your like, I would have wanted to be there when they redid Woodstock and they were there. Like, okay, they fucking set the crowd. Oh, like, crazy. I watched the documentary. Yeah, about that. it was nuts. That, that's that's why. Yeah. Like Limp I saw the documentary and I was like, I knew they set off the crowd at that Woodstock, but like that documentary goes so in depth that I was like, fuck, bro, that would have been sick to like. Be the, the artist watching that happen, not yeah. so much be the person in the fucking crowd. All right. I don't know why Fred Durst and Britney Spears never uh, made publicly music. came yeah, out. Yeah, because they, they hooked up. Yeah, they hooked right? up. I don't know. Is it she, in the book? She didn't read the book. She, I read the book. She did not make, no, she did oh, not. She named okay. a lot of people, fool. She named she, a lot. She man. fell in love a lot. She fell in love a lot. For all of you watching, we just wrapped up the uh, Britney Spears book, A Woman in Me book. Or the woman inside. A woman in me. A woman in no, me. The woman. The in woman me. in me. Yeah. Goop. 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 <laughs> a woman inside me. We just finished that book, and we'll get into it. But for a further deep dive, join us this Friday as we release the uh, inaugural episode of the Wrap Up Show. I don't like the name. Emo Brown wraps it up. Okay, wrap it up, B. That's what we're gonna call <laughs> I it. I don't like that either. <laughs> Emo Brown, wrap it up. Uh, every Friday, it's going to be an audio-only release that we give strictly to our Patreon. So stick around and watch that on the Patreon. Make sure that uh, you have access. And what are we going to talk about there, Barry? Well, we're going to talk about the stuff that we kind of miss on this show mm. or things that we didn't quite dive into deep mm-hmm. enough. We're going to talk about the book club and all the activities that we're doing like on the side stuff. 
and then I don't know, just regular old banter. So just like a rundown. So just like a rundown. The, you can call it the emo brown rundown. It'll be quick. The emo brown rundown. Damn, you It'll always figure out a way to just stay longer than you have to. Yeah. That was a good one though. The yeah. emo brown rundown. We stuck around this whole so we got time. karma like police. Blood? We got karma police over here. Karma. We have we we got fucking break stuff over there, dog. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll get to you, Angel, right now. But Barry, well, what about you? I mean, the obvious answer. I what would, is the obvious answer? I would be in blank. Why? Because of the, I don't know. I've always loved Blink, but have you ever seen the movie Riding in Vans with Boys? No. Not Riding in Cars with Boys. Uh-uh. Riding in Vans with Boys was the, uh, it was like a documentary about the pop disaster tour. It was Blink, Green Day, Jimmy Eat World, and a little band called Cut You Up. Who is that? Cut You Up with the K? Cut You Up? I don't remember that, no. Oh, so they were like a little San Diego band uh, that was friends with Blink. And Riding like, in Vans with Boys. Just like at the peak of Blink getting big, like, I think it was like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, like era blink wait a minute and they took that this, name just made sense to me they yeah i fucking what? remember the dude's name take just off that name <laughs> uh, right when you jacket. said it yeah take off your pants and jacket yeah oh say shakala lifelong blink listener and just now <laughs> that cool. damn that was probably their wackest album too documentary no that was one of my favorite really that, that fucking documentary is tight because it's like just all the antics and shit behind the scenes but it follows cut you up this little san diego band that blink like so they just, were from san diego yeah they were okay. friends with them and they like swooped them up out of like playing like the casbah and like club scene and they just took this band on like a huge tour with green day and everything and had them open it up like they're playing outside most of the time but a couple times they got to play like on the big stage uh -huh. before everybody but like dude it just looks like so much fun the whole time like everybody's just fucking with each other and partying you would be tom delong i'd be myself in bling so you, so you would replace tom delong or are you the second i'd be the guitar. fourth guy i'd be the okay. guy like, behind the stage that they don't show you playing guitar because okay. they do all the rhythms and shit you're the dude from blues traveler yeah you'd be underneath the stage with the beautiful voice but you're just too ugly to be on stage so they bring in a girl on there who would you be in radiohead though and oh i want to be the um if I could sing, go like ahead. Tom York. Okay, so you play the drums. Crazy. <laughs> Phil Collins over here. <laughs> All right, now give the microphone. Kiki, we love you. We're, we're working on getting a mixing board so you can stay the whole time. That's the other reason we need a yeah, mixing board because Kiki wants to hang out. All right, all right. But, all right, we'll, we'll transition. What about you, Steve? What band uh, would you be in? You know what? I love music, dog. I love music. I love all here, kinds of music. <laughs> I love all kinds of music. Um, but we were talking about it earlier. I would want it to be. I would want to be in a band that fucking brought it, dog. And in, in every every show hard. was just fucking yeah. They go hard and they just fucking turned it out, turned it up. Rage Against the Machine. You know that when I played soccer in high school, that was our our our, our warm up fucking song, bomb track. And we would play it and Ooh. just kind of get on a sick one and just like be all right. And then the fucking bomb track. And I remember watching the video that just they put out like at the record store right before they released the first album, bro. No mames. You look at that shit and you're like, I would love to be in this fucking band. Yeah, I would be the bass player or the drummer. I'd probably be the drummer. You'd be the accordion player. I'd be, I'd be the. <laughs> did you see the clip <laughs> of fucking <laughs> of Zach De La Rocha playing with Los Tigres del Norte? Yeah, fool? no way. That was recent. That's yes, yeah. fool. That's hella real and hella fucking. Well, I don't know when it was, it was actually. Like a year or two, maybe. The fucking uh, the guy's playing on the bass, dung, 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 but he's playing it on the stand up, Ooh. bro. And it, it's just cool, bro. I, I need to find out what that whole series or show was because I, I want to watch that yeah it was like they did a few songs yeah yeah is it like unplugged or what, what is it kind of like is unplugged still around no mtv doesn't do shit anymore are you a good blink fan or is, is that something you were about blink 182 yeah um i think they're amazing go ahead they rap san diego mm -hmm. uh the, the the homie in the band is into aliens and shit they tell them that yeah. that's my guy yeah 
Good dude. Good dude. Good dude. Good dude. Fuck. I can't believe you're that big of a Blink fan, Barry. I got tattooed on me, fool. I know. I believe it. I'm all about it. It wouldn't. I wouldn't be playing music if it wasn't for Blink One Two. I was a big fan of Scott Rayner, their first fucking drummer. That was that was. Like, I felt bad when you they replaced really us. Talent then, huh? Yeah, no, you know, I just liked mm -hmm. like what happened to him. They got rid of him, fool. There's a lot of rumors yeah. and shit, like you know, alcoholism or just whatever yeah. it was, and just they said not he being went to college. Yeah, yeah. They said he went to college. Well, being, I guess he was just he was not the ready. Member of the band oh, okay. too. Like he was like 14 when they were like. He was not ready about that life. You shit. think he regrets? I don't think he had a choice, bro. Oh, I honestly, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he had a choice of uh, of of like saying, "Hey guys, give me an opportunity to stay in the band." He says, "Que vergas." Are you yeah. familiar with Travis Barker? Because that's who's gonna come play drums. Yeah, yeah he was and, in the Aquabats. What a weird fucking fit to take. <laughs> hey, that's a drummer, dog. Yeah, that's a I, fucking. A that's drummer a drummer's anything, yeah. drummer, dude. For sure. the fucking Travis Barker is a big old pimp when it comes to playing the drums. So yeah, I remember watching the Aquabats in like 1996. At a peak at a pinchy the the point out there where they play OTL I forget Fiesta Island Fiesta Island that Warp tour there and I saw Millen calling there for the first time and I saw fucking uh, uh, Pivot was playing oh, there for yeah and then the Aquabats were playing and at the end of their show they jumped into the fucking marina I was like yo homie that's how you get hepatitis fuck around jumping in their shit oh, yeah, yeah they probably gave that like hepatitis oh they were all about it that was a great they show loved it. They they loved loved it. it was a great show um but the reason I bring that up because I remember going to a place in Al Cajon called the Soul Kitchen oh I the Soul Kitchen was a little small venue in Al Cajon City where uh, you get to see bands like do their thing. And I saw a bunch of bands play there, like Agent 51, fucking Carter Peace Mission, all local bands. What year shit. was that? Well, that was era, like mid-90s, mid-90s, late-90s. I would say from like 95 to like 98. Yeah, That was when I watched it. I saw Blink-182 play there. That's I saw Blink-182 play there with their old drummer. And the, nobody was there to see Blink-182. There was no 182 for Was that when they were like it was just Blink. Mountain Dew and shit on themselves? Yeah, dude, this was just Blink. <laughs> It was just Blink, and at the end of one of their songs, fucking DeLong, or yeah, I think it was him, he opened up a two-liter bottle of fucking Mountain Dew, and he just... Trying to be insane, Cloud He, just, he just poured it on his head, and I was like, these guys ain't shit. What the fuck? Even then, I knew. I was like, what? But then, yeah, fast forward, they made it. Because they weren't, they weren't good back then. They were just yeah. showmanship. They were funny. Yeah. They were funny, and they, and they played songs. They and were still cool. like a no effects. Yeah, and, then, and the drummer, Scott Rayner, it was like, oh, well, all right, cool, that's awesome. He's really little. But yeah, when they released Dude Ranch and then like kind of like escorted Rainer out and then brought because Travis Barker didn't come out in Dude Ranch. He, he just came out. Came on, he came out in the production, like the radio releases uh, of some of the songs, bro. Like if you Did listen. Yeah, dude, if you listen to a, a radio release of say, uh, no, uh, what's my age again or whatever. the damn one, it. Damn it. Thank you. Like they changed the intro on the drums. Uh, yeah. So listen to that Blink fan. Look at you. I'm well, I would be too young to remember. When damn it came out, really? Shit, I like, saw that I shit was on alive TRL when they started. Like ninety two was when they started. Uh huh. Two. Yeah. <laughs> ninety two. Shit, dog. How old was I? I was already like eleven. Yeah, you were like. I was eleven, dude. Shit. shit, I was taking deuces all on my own, dog. <laughs> what about in TPS? I'm still hoping Did to you do guys that. Have to get rid of anybody? Uh, I I'm known to get rid of people. Um, that is part of my charm. That is part of. <laughs> 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 now uh we did we were in a band called three piece scandal and we got an opportunity to play a bunch of killer shows and yeah we replaced a couple guys because they just weren't talented they enough? weren't there dog they it wasn't they, no weren't, sharp. they, they weren't, weren't sharp they weren't there the guy that you saw the guy who screwed up the audio last week jose yeah, yeah i remember him. yeah he was a singer in our band well he was a singer <laughs> in our band and he yeah he was really good we had our moments of like of, of glory a gear they just freaked the fuck yeah, out like, yeah. Yeah. We, had, we had our moments of glory and, and, and figuring it out but ultimately when i turned 25 i told these guys like yo either we're all in 
or I'm out, dog. If, if you guys aren't all, and we at that point, we had some cool shit under our belt, you know? Yeah. We had flirted and talked to record labels that wanted to pick us up. The one that we were really fucking with is Drive Through Records. I was, we were there when fucking, um, What's that band? Newfound Glory was they're doing their thing, dude. And RX Band is Phoenix. Newfound, dude. Imagine fool. It was a band called Alistair that was on that label that was yep. really sick, fool. But Phoenix TX was the the reason I wanted to be on on Drive Through Records. Shit come out about that record label though. Like, oh, dude, those guys were like... fucking predators, dog. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We had a guitarist, young guitarist, and and he was like, "Hey, um, my back's the owner. My back's a little fucking stiff." Mm-hmm. Do you mind standing on my back and giving me a massage? I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, dog? <laughs> and yeah, later on in pants. life, I guess shit came out about these guys. They were just little uh, weenies. I would have loved to have been on that label, bro. I would have jumped on <laughs> I would have jumped on that motherfucker's back. I would have done somersaults. Like, what you need? Yeah. Take, off the your, yeah. <laughs> Take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> Afo, why did I just understand that fucking name of that album? It's classy, isn't it? No. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like it. You don't like it anymore. It's worse. Fuck, how far did you? I know you said music was a hobby. Yeah, everything's a hobby. But how far would you have wanted to take your music your music career? Mm, nah, I wasn't that good. You weren't about that I life? I wasn't that good. Did you do shows? I did a couple shows. Yeah? Yeah, I just like recording, honestly, man, because I didn't want to go to the bar and just get drunk. Every- I like doing creative shit, you know? Even when, I, when I'm hanging out with my homies, like, let's draw in a sketchbook or let's make a podcast or... But most people just like to go to the bar and drink. So yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. learn how to do that. I, I do better. At that. No, you don't, bro. Yeah, you can play no, and drink. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, on the list of accolades that uh, Splurjo has also had, he has his own beer, the Peace Rabbit Peace? IPA. Peace Rabbit IPA making a comeback. For we're gonna bring that bad boy yeah. back and do a release at Little Italy. Keeping I think it's time piece. for yeah, Little Italy yeah. is our very artistic tasting room. I feel like there's a lot of art culture in that neighborhood in that area, and then we had Gang come in and do our whole mural up in there. So I feel it's like. It would be too perfect to do a re-release of the Peace Rabbit IPA and and, and do it there because you you killed it when you did it at the at the brewery. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Yeah, it was called Peace Rabbit IPA. There was only one fight at the um, <laughs> at the premiere of the beer. As Not even enough. Dropping. We needed more fights. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always like the homies or the Theo or somebody that shows up. Yeah, it's just, it gets a little bit. It's too, all in good fun. It's all in good all fun. In good nobody, fun. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got triangled out. No, no, no. Bro. If you get a chance over there, oh, yeah, uh, look Angel, that shit up. we got look up man on the keys. Look up that. Sergio Hernandez, oh, Splurjo, Jiu-Jitsu Chokeout. But this is the artwork for the Peace Rabbit IPA. Sold out ASAP. Sold out quickly. You took prints and you were signing them for your fans. It was cool. We took a lot of photos. Yeah, signed man. Some, signed a couple posters. Well, and you're stuff. a fucking yeah. star, dog. I love the story wow. of Peace Rabbit too. It's got a fucking crazy story. You're gonna you tell? You're gonna let Splurge and tell us? Nah, I'm gonna ask him. Can you uh, <laughs> regale us with the tale of how Peace Rabbit came to be? Um, the Peace Rabbit. It came because I was drawing on the back of covers of books as art pieces, and I referenced whatever was on the cover of the book. So it was a mash cover about war. And it was this TV show in the 70s called MASH. Mm-hmm. And it was like a woman, a hand with a military helmet on it. I turned it into a rabbit. And then I made an uh, animated video about it. And uh, it's like this kid that, it's a peace rabbit, never says no to anything. Mm. So whatever you offer him, he's going to say yes. Because he wants to be positive and he wants to be down for whatever. And so he gets into a lot of trouble because he can't say no to anything. So... That's the Peace Rabbit. Peace Rabbit. He gets into a lot of trouble. (laughs) I want to do like a cartoon about it in the future. Is that next? No, the next is a scary movie. Scary movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. After Hellbound Boys, bro. After Hellbound Boys, dude, I want to do a scary movie because it's so fun. Yeah. So you enjoyed the process of making this movie. It was really stressful, high, intense, 
situation. I had to make a bunch of choices on the fly, and sometimes an actor wouldn't show up or a, a location would drop out of it. Like, I was supposed to film an um, oatmeal show. There was supposed to be 50 to 100 extras, and, like, two days before, the the dude that said I could use his location was uh -huh. like, no, nah, no, the band that you're going to use, they might destroy the whole place, so we don't want to. What? And I had, you know, if I, I needed that scene. Yeah, so... You needed I a got venue. Another location. They, okay. I had to hit up the homies and get another location. Right, but that, that's and a you good know who thing. hooked it up? Milo. El Compa Milo, Milo bro. Came Por through. Clutch, Anytime dog. I want coffee, I only go to Por Vida. Because oh, yeah. Milo gets it in and it's amazing. What do you think of this name? Three Punk Por Vida. That's going to be the name Three of our collab. Three Punk Por Vida? Yeah. That's, that's the name of our collab yeah. right there. It's, it's only a year in the making. Fuck. Oh, no, we haven't done it. <laughs> we got to get that shit up and running. Aside from that, Splurger, there's more. Today is like, welcome to my life. Once upon a time, Smurger was born and raised in the city of City Heights. That's his, that's his hometown. That's where he's from. You know, that's where he lives. That's where his dad lives. That's where the home is. The home of bow and arrows and scalping. A lot of crazy shit is happening out there, <laughs> yeah. right? A lot of crazy shit. I had an office down in City Heights uh, from 2005 to 2015, and I saw a lot of shit happen. I, I did see from it being super dangerous to being still dangerous, but not as super as it once was. How is it still now? Um, it's, it's, hey, that's a, it's ups and downs, but there's like some, you know, gang activity and shit like that. And a lot of like tweakers and crackheads and mm. shit, but overall it's a lot they of, they tend to fuck shit up. Yeah. They could tend to mess up, but uh, really there's a lot time. of families though. A lot of Vietnamese families, Mexican families, and a lot of homeowners, which is really cool because these are people that bought their homes in the eighties. Like on our block, it's all Vietnamese and Mexican families mm. that own all the, there's, there's a sense of pride and ownership. Like, yeah, people man. who own their property are going to do their best to take care of the lot, of the surrounding neighborhood, Watch and invest. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's like, we on. Everybody looks after each other. Yeah, and, and if people are renting, then they're like, well, I'm not going to be here in six months or a year. Fuck this neighborhood. I'm going to park know? on the yard. Yeah, so it's like, well, it'll be like <laughs> double parking all over the street. Yeah, that's what's cool about it, too. There's like no, uh, what's it called, the, the home like homeowner association, home, association. Ain't got you nah, can paint well, your house any fucking whatever color. color there's always that you family can, that wants to play in the purple yeah. too yeah, 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 yeah. I love this it this is the purple house yeah. Yeah. this is your Uncle Leroy's house <laughs> or you got your, Uncle Leroy made it <laughs> your broke down car no, I, right in front of your house for bro. fucking two years it adds character <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it adds character I love it dude I don't but City Heights is dangerous Splurjo when I first the first thing I ever heard about fucking Splurjo was him putting a fucking dude in a triangle choke because he was breaking in to his dad's house. That's right. Tell us a little bit about that while Angel pops up that video for <laughs> you. Have it? Nice. You're better well, than the fucking producer from Joe Rogan, dog. What's that dude? He's our own little oh, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie you're better than Jamie. Jamie. Look go. at this young buck, fool. <laughs> With the head tattoos. Oh, man. Yeah, you yeah. got my neck. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but uh, honestly, man, I feel bad that, uh, that I got so much praise for someone's downfall, which mm. is this dude's downfall. That's America, dog. I know, huh? That's just how it goes. But I hope he's doing good, bro. I don't know. I didn't keep up with that dude's like, life. Who's that guy, fool? Look at that, fool. Oh, it's like the singer now. from Lincoln Park. Nah, I don't know. How's that guy doing? Oh, uh, he's great. Cool. Oh, oh he's <laughs> well, the yeah, one that. He's no longer uh, around. Damn, rest in peace. Look at yeah. you. What'd you do? Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. So you had that guy in a chokehold, yeah. and you got all sorts of views, and you went viral on the it news. Went viral. The Millions, like 10, 20 million people have seen that video. That's nuts. That's crazy, bro. And yeah. you ended up breaking him to your dad's house or Kepaso? Yeah, so my dad was, uh, it was like at 11.30 p.m. Mm. Or 8 a.m. I was going to say, yeah, fucking daylight seven cents yeah, a month. 11.30 a.m. In the middle of the day, he tried to break into my dad's house. And um, I seen him jumping out of the back window. 
And um, I didn't know if he had hurt my dad and then ran. And so it was either let me check on my dad and see if he's still alive or let me chase this fool down. So I chased him down for a couple blocks. I had my chanclas on, grabbed him, brought him back, see if I grabbed him by the shirt. He's like, I didn't do nothing. And I'm like, well, you sound like somebody that did something. <laughs> you sound guilty as fuck, fool. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, all right, well, let's, let's see if my dad's okay and then I'm going to let you go, all right? And he's like, oh. And so we showed up, and my dad was outside. He didn't even know there was a dude oh, in his house. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really, I'm, I was so happy. To, and I was like, my dad was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, this guy was breaking into your to your house, dad. And so it went to sound, seeing that he broke the window and all that shit. Uh -huh. and, like, and he's like, well, how old are you? Because my dad was a school counselor, and he's such a generous, kind person to to kids that are in trouble and stuff okay. like that, you know? But this dude was like, well, I'm 23. And he's like, well, you're going to fucking jail. I'm the and way. as soon as he oh, said yeah. that, that dude was like, no, fuck that. I got kids. I'm not going to go to jail. And he tried to fight me. So I threw him to the ground, put him mm. in a triangle. Cool. And I just held him there. And it was ner kind of nerve-wracking because I don't know if he had a weapon or anything, you know? So, um, yeah, they called the cops. The neighbor was filming it. And then I went to work. And like 30, 45 minutes later, the the news shows up. Uh, someone from the Union Tribune showed up and they wanted to do a, a story on it because they said they had already gone viral. It was like 45 wow. minutes later. Yeah. Damn, I still had blood on my knees. My pants were ripped oh, from all dude. that shit. Yeah, it was wild. And um, and that dude was the teacher's assistant in my high school, that reporter. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, thought the, yeah, the criminal. Yeah. I was no, like, no, oh, no, what the, the fuck, bro? The, the reporter that came in. And you know what he said? He's like, oh, I thought you were going to end up dead or in jail. About you? Yeah. Why, fool? Because I got into some trouble in high school. What's so, that guy's yeah. name? Let's call him out, fool. I don't know. No, all right, good yeah. idea, good idea, good idea. But here I am today, dude. Look at you, yeah, man. I made a fucking movie, make my dreams reality and all that, so. A movie? Yeah, I made um, a movie. An entrepreneur, a father, What's a man of the community. The entrepreneur part, belt. though. You like know. that? You like, what, you don't run your own business? Yeah. Oh, well, you that what yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah. Oh, okay. I what thought you think entrepreneurs had to be rich or something. It's like, it's like <laughs> hey, man, I don't know what that word is, so I'm going to fucking take that offensively. <laughs> no. <laughs> Entrepreneur, what the fuck are you calling me, bro? I'm calling you a success, bro. I think you're also. Oh, look at Angel couldn't wait. Angel couldn't wait to get himself on camera, dog. I'm back, I'm you. Back, there back. you are. Shit's good. What's going on in the chat, bro? Give us a quick update on the chat group. Uh, we got Marino just cracking up right now. Um, if you are in the chat, let us know if you've ever been or have ever seen anyone be choked out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Would you stand up for your family that way? Oh, for no reason? You, you just wanted to. to take it there? Like, everyone's going to stand up for their it's family, bro. That's the only reason I train jujitsu and I do boxing, bro. Okay. Just in case shit gets wild if I'm with my kids on the street. Or if we're out somewhere and you got to step up. Dude, I was going to say, that's one thing. Everybody should know jujitsu or yeah. have a way to defend themselves. Yeah, yeah for But real. I used to carry around a big-ass knife. Go ahead. Like, you know, like. I was a fan I, of Sons of Anarchy, too. Yeah. <laughs> nah, bro, I, I used to watch Rambo. And Rambo it's had a big-ass yeah. knife. So I, I almost had a compass on my fucking knife, dude. It was like a big-ass, you know, uh -huh. ridiculous. Dude. And then I was like, what am I going to do with this? Bro? Stab somebody. So if someone slaps my kid or, or is inappropriate with my wife, I can't stab him. Why not? It's not fair. Oh. I don't know. I just think it's weird. So I was Use like, well, let me, let me learn how to, like, defuse the situation and choke somebody out without having to murder them, you know? Mm. Mm. So I think every man should, and every woman, of course, everybody, everyone should have Damn, you were one second away from getting canceled, yeah, well, fool. Canceled. You were always, only well, men, Hustler I, 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 Joe, I think, only men should know how to defend themselves. I, I, I think <laughs> women should have the means to defend themselves, but the men should defend women and children. Yeah, so I don't siempre. know. I mean, of course. Not, I, yeah. I, maybe I'm just old school. No, I, I feel think, like a, a woman should feel like, hey, my man's going to defend me. I don't want to be part of a school where a man is not needed to be defending their family or the honor of their people, dude. That'll always be something. That's but great. that's the only reason I train. 
You know, that's the only reason I look up to guys like you. I was like, oh, this motherfucker knows how to get down and do his thing. And I fail. You have to. You have to, yeah. bro. Th- things are crazy, crazy world, world right now. There's fools bro. out there shooting people with bow and arrow. For and no reason, city bro. Heights, <sighs> stabbing old ladies in the park. Like, come so on. So City now. Heights, bro. But I heard it's gentrified now in City Heights. I heard all, all, all people that look like Barry are starting to move into City Heights. Is this true pretty, or no? Yeah, but they're pretty nice. Yeah. But sometimes they yeah, walk past me. Yeah, but they're pretty me. nice. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they walk past me and they like put their head down. And I'm like. What the fuck, dude? I, I live in this neighborhood. Two like, hours later, here, they're yeah. going to be like, can you put tattoo a, a koi fish on my neck, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the can tattoo you put shop. City Heights was, local. Oh, it was oh, cool shit. that there's like a tortilla shop, yeah. panaderia, yeah. Um, piñata store. Piñata, bro, yeah. And so the whole block right there is sick. Uh, Pops tattoos. Yeah, the so corner where your spot is at, it, like, it looks like fucking Mercado Hidalgo, the one in TJ, because it, it there's a piñata store, there's a fucking panaderia, there's a fucking yes. restaurant, there's tor- 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 tortilleria, and then a bunch there's of churches. Tattoos. Yeah. And full, nobody goes to church, full. but in City Heights, everybody apparently got a religion. Like every corner. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, every religion, every. Uh, like every culture has their own little church in that area. So on Sundays it's cracking. Crackin', yeah. We're going to be hosting church here at a uh, three punk, not three punk. Kelsey, Abel Brown headquarters, December 2nd. That's right. Social club members take this opportunity to jump in and Sponsored make your Goop. purchase. Sponsored by goop. Everybody in attendance gets a new roll on deodorant by goop. No, no, cierto. Our emo Brown presents the winter formal December 2nd brought to you by us. And you guys, look at that, dude. Featuring live comedy from George Perez and the homie Concrete with DJ Boogeyman spinning those golden tunes that are going to make you want to cut up a rug with your botas. Bring your avestruz. It is going to be a formal night. So bring your best. That flyer is good. That's a fucking Chiclet original, bro. That's a Chiclet original. Tickets are $100. Only made available to our social club members. What do you get? A live comedy performance. You get a musical uh, uh, entourage of hits brought to you by the Boogeyman. Food and drinks. Oh, my God. Yeah, well over $100 worth of value. Yeah, we looked into it. It turns out that going to a... uh, George Perez show or just even a concrete show, you're going to spend close to $50. And these spots usually have two drink minimums, you know? And now that's not only it. Proceeds from this, we are going to help these John Montgomery Elementary School. We're going to send their kids to sixth grade camp. So John Montgomery Elementary School, I don't know if you're familiar in the south uh, south part of Chula Vista. It is uh, demographically, economically the worst school. When they don't have a lot of money, bro. Yeah. They don't have a lot of money. They don't really have a, a fully functioning and operating uh, PTA because both parents work if there's two parents in the household. Yeah. If there's not, I mean, what's more important? You know, you got to put food on the table. So that's why we linked up with them over a year ago and uh, with the it's help public of- public school? It's a public school, bro. So they, they're part of the budget for the Chulavis Elementary School District. But they, they were trying to explain to me how it works. All I know is that they're fucking not as financially fit as other elementary schools. So we are able to help them out. So we're going to have this event, and we're going to throw money from the proceeds of this event to help every fucking kid in sixth grade over there go to sixth grade camp. Fool, fool I made awesome. out with my first chick in sixth grade, dog. That's important. Bro, man, my son is going to sixth grade camp this year, and I'm already in his ear saying, hey, mijo, it's very important que te laves los dientes, dog. Bring chapstick. Yeah, you know, you yeah. got to put some fucking deodorant on, dog. You're, you do jujitsu, and you're very athletic. You got to make sure, you know, daddy had his first kiss there, so you never know what happens. Yeah. I haven't told him that yet, but I, yeah. I, I feel I should. Actually, my first kiss was in kindergarten. Some chick named Claudia Lopez with one tooth. Claudia slut. Lopez. Yeah, dude. One she was I hooked up with her. That's my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a school in spring valley bro and i think it was called kempton elementary school and i remember Mm -hmm. i was in kindergarten or first grade and she made out with me i was like yo miss i don't know what's going on here but i don't approve of this and then my my first official makeout session was in uh sixth grade camp camp marston 
Yeah, that's the yeah, best way. Camp Marston, bro. I'm not going to name the young lady because, you know, she probably doesn't want to fess up to making out with me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sixth grade camp is important. And I feel like it's our uh, obligation and duty as community members to do our part to help people out. Did you get that's, a little tingly? Yeah. A little, 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 yeah. That's a late one. I don't think I got my first kiss until like borderline high school. <laughs> borderline high school? In 10th yeah. grade. Damn, was he a coach or who was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. Because then week before that, that's right, the fourth annual Gratitude Ride. Gratitude Ride is going to be November 25th, and it's going to start here. Emo Brown Headquarters, November 25th. Emo Brown Headquarters, now we're going to be riding to the Elwood for a drink, three punk ales for a drink, turn it around and stop at the Manhattan for a drink, $25 donation supporting, yes, again, elementary sixth grade campers. We're going to meet here at 8 in the morning and dip out at 8.30 a.m. These are the last two events of the year that we're going to hold. And fuck, we love overdoing it and overwhelming ourselves with these events. We're not really doing any, um, what's it called, uh, turkey drives this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that but, was fun last year? It was fun, but it was very overwhelming, dude. It yeah, was very overwhelming. We had a lot of turkeys. We ended up giving a lot of them to a local church. They took it with Tijuas, I think, man. I yeah. think they, took, they went to Tijuas and they made it happen. So, I mean, we're just, we're assholes, Splurge. But I feel like we're assholes for good. Yeah. You know, you know, we, we want to do our best to be our best. We're all parents. We all, you know, except for Angel. That's why he's a fucking weenie. But we're all parents and we all want to make sure that we're doing the best we can to, to represent our families and our community and our hood. And this is a way that we figured out to do it by starting out this foundation. So these last two events live right now are the ticket links in uh, all of our profiles. So go in there and sign up for the gratitude ride. Go in there and buy your ticket to the winter formal. I assure you, you're not going to want to miss out. This will sell out because people have been signing up for the membership, dog. Take an opportunity to rate, review, and subscribe to all the things we do because a lot of people have. Who? Let me read some new names for you really Hell quick, yeah. dude. Let me read a quick little. Tu sabes new what, Patreon dog. members. I'm telling you, bro. There's a new Patreon we'll member. We'll see you guys at the comedy show. Absolutely. The newest one, Rafa Lou. Hey. What's cracking, dog? He went all in. He went for the year. Super, Super Liquor baseline, Store Jack, man. dog. Super Seinfeld Liquor Store him. Jack. That's the homie. He's a new member. What's up, Andrew Rowley? He's another new member. These are all top-notch people, dude. Compa Levi and the homie Eduardo Araña. That's what's up, dog. Join. Be a part of this. You get a killer card. With discounts all throughout the South Bay, and uh, we're gonna focus on that more. Start expanding it. We do have a a, a, a group within the group. Uh, it's uh, the twenty five dollar group that you get quarterly merch. I brought on Hexus to put that in track and put that in motion. Somebody just broke their mug, bro. So I was like, you know what? The first thing we're gonna give back, starting hopefully in January. Well, not hopefully. We're gonna shoot for January to shoot it all out again. Is going to be a new social club mug. Hell yeah! People in the chat. What mug design would you like? Let's see what we can put on there. There's, there's been talk of certain designs and what we can put on there, but I'm waiting for you. You know what I didn't do? I didn't put this link on for the Patreon shit, bro. Is that why there's not a lot of action in the chat group? Probably got fucked up. I haven't seen the link. No, fuck. Let oh. me see if I can get that right now for you while we're doing this. You talking about for the events? No, the, the link for the, uh, the, the group chat right now for the, the live episode. Eh, whatever. We'll fucking figure it out later. We do a design for you guys one day. <laughs> one day? Well, you did the design, dog. You've done do the design, one. dude. I like doing designs for dude, you guys. do a I'm fucking piece up in here, dog. Ooh. Have you looked inside the, the, the whole warehouse? Yeah. It's rock. Yeah, yeah dude. Tell us what you need. Artists, and we'll fucking, it's just Chiclet because he's very protective of his wall oh, space. Chiclet did the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chiclet did this one. Chiclet did that one. Chiclet did all of them. At Ground Floor Murals did the Pinchi Gallo de Oro over there. But, bro, hell yeah. What a powerhouse. Ground Floor Murals? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, good kids. Good kids. Yeah. What do you 
you what, what how do you support local artists like that what what is your what do you feel a sense of of duty and responsibility as one of the elders holding it down in the community to help these kids on their path to promote i, I feel like people don't want to hear advice dude i just want to lead by example try to be nice to people mm. try to um treat everybody equal and then hopefully they treat people the same way because when i was coming up a lot of the people that i looked up to that were artists i'd meet them and they just would blow me off and basically tell me to fuck off for the most part why nobody wanted to lend a helping hand no i just like a young kid you know like oh what's up dude i'm a big fan and they're like oh that's cool damn who who yeah. would you look up to? Nah, i'm not gonna no. say that dude. Yeah. but some people were super nice to me persuade you know okay call me persuade mm -hmm. Nicest dude. I was a little ass kid. Like, look, wow, look at this guy painting this sick mural, and he was so kind to me, dude. Very so, nice. He's a legend, man. And I don't know. There's a, there's so many talented artists out here, man. But and the it, ones that stick out are the ones that do you dirty, huh? It's kind of like when you meet your heroes, you know. You never meet, your meet heroes. And, never yeah, meet the fucking yeah, heroes, bro. Yeah. They're always gonna do you dirty, bro. Yeah. That's happened to you before. I've met some people that have. I'm like, oh wow, and then you talk to them, you're like, oh, that guy was a weenie. Yeah, you know, that guy was kind of a bit, little bit of a weenie. But then also I've met hundreds of people, thousands of people probably in San Diego. And then one time this dude was like, hey, what's up, Serge? And I was like, hey, what up, bro? And he's like, you don't remember me, huh? Yeah, no, that's the worst. And I was like, and I, I was like, should I, should I lie? And I was like, yeah. you know what, dog? I'm sorry, bro. Where do I know you from? And you know what he said? He's like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. And no! Walked away. Oh, yeah, I was like, dude, I felt like a jerk, but it's like. Who was I, it? I kind of was like, well, you're kind of being a jerk. Yeah. I was like, I, I, like I, for I, 10 minutes at something. Like, I play that game a lot, worst. fool, because I, I yeah. like. I, we're from Chula Vista. We don't, I don't leave Chula Vista. We do a lot of cool shit in Chula Vista. So a lot of people know who we are, either by the podcast or by the businesses or by the yeah. crew we roll with. And I tell wife, he's like, well, people come up to me. I don't know who the fuck they are. They're like, hey, what's up, dog? What up, champ? What up? I'm like, what's up? He's like, yeah. And I'm just going to like do a quick read. Of, oh, what's up, how? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that been? Everything's good? Oh, uh, fuck it. I'll see you soon. And yeah. I feel like a douchebag, but I'm like, I don't remember a lot of people. I'm old, know, fool. Dude. A lot of I'm drugs in my day. Memory. <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of shit's gone on in my day. Dude. Have you smoked weed before? Uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Last night after boxing, dude, I did. Even when you were, because uh, you're fasting right I'm now, I'm fasting. Right? I haven't eaten since yesterday in Tijuana. We went to Mercado Hidalgo to pick up some shit for the brewery. And uh, just, my wife, you wanted to buy a fucking tortilla press? Mm. She's like, no, we got to get it at the spot. And I said, oh, but vamos. So my mama went too. She got one too. And uh, we went to eat. And we went to a place called Carnes en su jugo. Fuck, dog. I fucking, I went all in, dude. Smash. Then lunch for everybody. And uh, $60. Had a few beers. We had a big old plate of caranzuhu. Each one of us. We had like four appetizers. Yeah. They had their drinks. Sixty dollars. And then bro. you had to wait Man. six hours to get back in San Diego. Sir, I have a sentry. <laughs> I waited a grand total of eleven minutes. Oh, yeah. Nice. And there was a line. And there was a line. I know. I fuck it up for Fernando and Pete. They got sentry, but I'm the trash. I'm gonna take your family out to eat with us for our family. You can fucking stay here for a week. They taking. would love that. Yeah, we I always like <laughs> we, we look for <laughs> couples right now who have sentry. So we can go have dinner oh. and hang Fred out with them Pete. down there. Yeah, maybe we can do that. They'll dress up like Buzz Lightyear for you. They're, no, because I guess we're not going with your family. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not going with your family. You have sentry or not? They don't allow people with felonies. I was going to say, yeah. but he probably does some shit. It's like, hey, sir, aren't you the guy who uh, put somebody in a triangle choke, you goddamn yeah. cholo? No? That was you? No, it was <laughs> graffiti. crazy about like, everything, right? Like, even like little shit. Like, that's the reason I haven't applied yet. I think <laughs> I was a victim of circumstance. There's some uh, shady shit that happened in my family with cousins and shit, and mm. I took mine took forever to get approved. Oh. But I finally got approved. Mm. And I'm an upstanding citizen. We pay all of our taxes, and we do all of our things. So, yeah, I got my fucking thing, and... I take care of that shit like it's, you know, a, a fourth child, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to get my record expunged. How old were you when it happened? It was like 
about a year ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, doesn't that take like seven like years? I did it on the way like, in. <laughs> no, man. Like, this is some graffiti shit back in the days. And they broke down my door. And uh, my daughter was young. And they dragged me out of bed. The cop put a gun to my head in front of my daughter. For graffiti? For graffiti. What? Did you put like a cab or something on the no. wall? What you put on there, dog? Oh, you know what? Go I ahead. Had done a, I was a, I was a passionate. I was a passionate artist, and I had done a mural, or, or I painted a piece where there was a cop, and <gasps> yeah, it was like some that. Go ahead. Like the cop had bullet holes and oh, shit. Like, I feel bad. Oh, I feel horrible. Oh, you know, there's a lot of. So you've lost the passion as, as an artist, is what you're telling me. No, man. I love <laughs> no, man. It's, it's all it's all gray area. You know, yeah. I don't want to be too negative about anything i want yeah. to show everybody love and i know in any particular group there's good people in any group any know? group has any a group. piece of shit though every every you know group, every, every group, group has, has an asshole every group <laughs> yeah, has a piece of my shit. own friend group yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure i surround myself with these pieces yeah. of shits but i mean for every good there's a bad and we can't yeah. judge like a whole fucking crew by that but yeah i feel well, when you're young you when know you're when you're young you're, you're, you're like Fuck that whole yeah. group. Yeah. Fuck that whole group. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, bro. I'm not about that shit no more. I'm, How old are you now? I'm 45. Damn, look at us. Mm, so you look good? Wait, wait. When, when do you turn 46? May 23rd. I'm a Gemini, you know. Dude, I'm May 5th. May 5th. I turned 45 in, in Cinco de Mayo, Don. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they anointed me king of the, the Mexicans. So. What are you going to do? <laughs> me? Uh, I don't know. Somebody invited me to do some shit for May 5th. But I'm 45. I don't do shit for my birthday, bro. I don't go yeah. out. I don't go out. I'll visit our spots, like the bar and the brewery, and that's it. I don't like going out. I, I get the impression eyes. that you're always out and about, though. He is. He's like, I hate going out, but he's always out. When am I out and about, dog? Where? Where Every do I go? Every time you go to uh, La Nacional. Okay, that's right next to our brewery. Know, but it's still out. Yeah? You're out. Yeah, I about like that bar. Town. Yeah. I just went there the other day. You went to La Nacional? Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. The, 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 the chicharron. Um, the chicharron con uh, guacamole panela. Ooh, that's my favorite appetizer. Mm. They got some, uh, some uh, uh, ribeye fucking tacos. <sighs> Two for $15. I get it a little pricey, but it's fucking good. It's fucking Worth good. It. I don't have a, a drink there yet. I don't know what the, the, the my go-to drink is yet, but they have some good shit. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm, I'm happy. I'm pretty broke because I like to eat well. That's the only thing mm. we spend money on, bro. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we don't take our kids anywhere because they don't deserve it, frankly. <laughs> no. <laughs> so get a job. Do something. Dad, I'm only nine. Man, let the tongue. Yeah. No, I had but two jobs when I was nine. <laughs> but we, we, we enjoy going out to eat. We, and we enjoy. That's the one thing that we spend too much money on. Yeah. We don't like spending money on a lot of things, but going out to eat. Like yesterday, we went to Carden Suhul. But that's what I'm saying. Go to yeah. TJ. Yeah. Go to TJ and buy food there. Food things are yeah. inexpensive as shit. But we like going to killer food here. We went to La Bamba Room. Yeah, uh, with fucking compa Ernie spot and um, oh oh I haven't been there yet. They're really impressed. It yeah. was an amazing it was amazing uh, setup. Chef Letty was holding it down. She was doing all the the, the menu items. Um, El compa Ernie they set up a great cocktail list. Um, Boogeyman spins around the regular, bro. It, it yeah, that's in Tijuana. That's in Barrio, bro. Oh, barrio, yeah, yeah it's right, right next, next to Salud. Right, right next yeah, to Salud, yeah, bro. To like there, that's yeah. that is. Now when we go out with friends, that's the spot we're gonna go to. Yeah, that's Vin, it. Bro. Vinny's in charge of that. I think Vinny runs it, but Vinny was out of town when we went. Yeah. But yeah, Vinny's I think he's a think, man, dude. Yeah, that fool is so he's, cool, he's man. grown. Yeah. It's funny to see him, and now he's like, that's a fucking man, a now, bro. Man. Yeah, he's a grown ass man mm. doing thing on vacation and shit, fool. Yeah. Voting la chingada, you know, doing his oh, thing. He votes? I'm assuming he's a grown ass man. Oh, that's oh, what grown okay. ass men do. You don't vote, do you? I do. I do. I voted for you. <laughs> I voted for you for. I sent you the picture of my ballot. Remember? Oh, uh, this motherfucker for the mayor of Chula Vista. Yeah. He wrote me in. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Steve El <laughs> Fuck. Is dog. it rigged? We well, didn't uh, win. No, we ain't talking about. Why not? Why are you scared, dog? Uh, You're not the same splurge. Oh, <laughs> you know what's not rigged, Barry? 
the pricing in San Diego home. Oh, my God. We talked about this shit last week, Splurge. Last week, yeah. we talked about how San Diego overtook Los Angeles, Nueva York, Hawaii, yeah, we're San Francisco. One. And we are now officially, ladies and gentlemen, we did it, San Diego. We are officially the, the most, most expensive place to live we did in that, guys. California Amazing. in the United States. Some of these things lead to things like this. This home in Del Mar recently sold for $44.1 million, bro. And that record was said by Bill Gates. That shit looks like a compound, fool. That shit looks like Pelican Bay. It looks like a prison. Was it the whole thing or just the one with the brown roof? I think it's the one with the basketball hoop and the tennis court. If it was the whole thing, I'd be like 44. But it's zip code, bro. It's Del Mar. $44 million? Never. I just saw my dream house. I live here on the west side of Chula Vista. And, uh... On Hilltop, next to Pepper Tree, there's a, 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 a string, a whole street of killer fucking houses. And one of them just went on the block, went for sale. Um, sure, it's like an price? old Victorian house, full four bedroom, four bath, has a swimming pool, has a nice garage. It's about a half an acre. How much would you think that costs on the west side of Chula Vista, three blocks from the brewery, like two blocks from where we live? I'm not going to lie, a million dollars. million dollars? Barry, what are you thinking over here, bro? <laughs> You're from the hood here. Yeah, easily a million. I'd say like All right. five. Angel, you <laughs> five live in Tennessee million. with your lady. Uh, how much do you think a house here in the west side of Chula Vista would cost? West side, 900. 900,000. Wow, tell me you're a renter without telling me you're a renter. So this fucking <laughs> house, $2.5 million <gasps> for a house here on the west side of Chula Vista on Hilltop, bro. That's not surprising. Oh that pretty God. much house told me. Street for like almost a mil. That told me two things. I'm never going to buy a house. Again, and my kids are never gonna buy a fucking house. This sh- we've been priced out of our own neighborhood, man. Unless they go to be balling ass ballers. That's how. That's what ballers do. Yeah, they, buy houses <laughs> shit. they ball out. Two point five million dollars, man. You have a you you currently rent an apartment. Correct. I'm assuming you or your wife's goal is to purchase a home. Yeah. What actions have you taken to put that dream into motion? I have a job. There it is, bro. <laughs> and what does that job Good do? Start. <laughs> it's, it makes money. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't know. Like there. We were never like taught any like clear cut like I don't know if there even is a clear cut path to like getting towards home ownership. All I know is like try to save up, get a down payment, and hope to God that you can like make an offer that somebody wants. And that's all I know about so house owning. Difficult. What so about you, Splurge? Difficult. Are you currently a homeowner? Uh, I'm not a homeowner. All I own is my Jetta. Get and it, bro. The back tail light don't work, and the front headlight is a little bit broken just a little um, bit yeah it's just like tell me you're a mexican bro uh, driving a jet on me i'm trying to own something and honestly it was like naive that i thought i was gonna make a movie and i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna make a movie and make enough money to buy a house what's up dog yeah. naive or ambitious ambitious that's what i'm saying also, na- thank thankfully i was naive enough to be that ambitious so I didn't make no fucking money off this Yet, movie, dude. Currently. But my next movie, that's, that's going to be nice. the one. Blows it up. How much did it cost you to make this movie, fool? I paid for it myself. Mm. It was a grand total of about $30,000. But that's considered a micro budget mm-hmm. when it comes to independent movies. A low budget movie is usually about two to $300,000. And so somebody would have to invest that much money. And sometimes people try to make a, uh, a movie and they invest hundreds of thousands of dollars and that shit doesn't even get finished, you know? Oh and so or finished me, and not put out. It gets shelved. Yeah, or shelved, yeah. I mean, most of these people are putting it out on Tubi or whatever their own platform is and you just don't get enough traction to make any real money off of it, you know? So for me, I'm just trying to break even on this one. But more importantly, I'm trying to get enough attention for this movie and people respect what I'm trying to do to, to where I'm able to... Uh, Look at that. They got a picture of you. That's cool. Dude, it said written... It said written and directed by 
Sergio Hernandez, bro. That's Jesse Mercado, my that's, first boss, oh, my, first uh, my first uh, tattoo that, on me. That's how he, he dresses hard. on the regular? He gave me the Santa Muerte, dude, on my arm, bro. He I looks like Jesus. He looks yeah. like Mexican Jesus. He looks like some for sure, dog. Yeah. Jesse Mercado. But look at that. How fucking amazing and... I don't know. That was supposed to be um, him playing Jesus in the book of Revelations and someone's having a nightmare about Armageddon. Oh, shit. And so I wanted to do stuff for people that were like, grew up in religious households. And sometimes people have traumas from growing up in religious households. Yeah. Of course and, they would. And, and traumas from their parents. Abusive relationships, abusive everything. Yeah, and sometimes it's not abusive. Sometimes the parents just want them to, to go in a certain route, in a certain direction, you know. And, and um, a lot of times... As kids, we want to make our parents happy, and we don't want to because we want our parents to love us, you know. And so, we we're trying to do whatever we can to make them happy. And so, the movie is about a kid that is at the crossroads. He's not a kid; he's about to turn eighteen, but he wants to tell his mom, like, "I want to create my own path in life," you know. And so, it's trying to figure that that part out. Everybody between the age of eighteen and twenty-one, that's a hard time to. In the Mexican yeah. household, it just adds that extra layer of difficulty, bro. Yeah, we're expected to do certain things as as, as Mexican men going, and and we were not expected to do our own thing. No, you fall into place, bro. Yeah, you get that job, and if you're not going to school, you get that job, and you stay with that job, and you finish your career in that job, bro. Yeah, that's right, man. It's so weird. I've even tattooed people in their thirties, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to get this tattoo because my mom's not going to approve mm -hmm. of this particular tattoo." I'm like. My bro, you're fucking in your 30s. Mm -hmm. I mean, your parents are still going to love you. Your parents are going to love you no matter what. So, um, yeah, I, I want people to, to be confident in who they are and be able to express who they are and um, not be afraid that, that your parents might not love you anymore or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you got to rebel a little bit. Always, bro. bro. You know who you tattooed that uh, fits that uh, story, the story you just told? My brother-in-law. Uh -huh. So so Splurge tattooed the, the the swinging friar on her arm, right? The swinging friar, myself and my brother-in-law, Sean, El Compashuanzo. El Huero Weather Report. And he hides his tattoos from his parents, bro. Yeah. Still? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, to yeah. each their own. I don't get involved with that shit. I mean, yeah. that's, you know your family dynamic and makeup and you know what you can get away with and not. I remember getting my nipples pierced. The oh, yeah, shit. dude. When I was a youngster, I was like what, maybe eighteen, nineteen. Uh -huh. I got my nipples pierced in the band. I got in doing my thing. And yeah, I remember uh, I my mom or something like a hug and what the fuck? And it was just it was it was over, dude. Yeah, I remember I got this tattoo when I was seventeen, and oh my god, I roll around like I would always covered and uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know. Yeah. Would your parents ever smack you upside the head? Uh, my mom hit me one time and she cried, fool. Oh, that was no it. Way. Yeah. You had some good parents. Well, and I type about fucking threatening CPS on their ass, bro. I say, oh, Yo, what's up? You gonna hit me? CPS? <laughs> I'll yeah. call. No, no, cierto. Uh, I, I, I was a good kid. Yeah, I was a good kid, so I didn't fuck around too much. My, uh, there was only one rule: like if the lights came on or if they gave me a a, a deadline to come back in house, I had to be home. Mm -hmm. And one time I fucking didn't. One time I went skating with some neighbor named Felipe, and we just kind of doing our thing, dog. I felt like Dragon Ball Z boys or what did the. The, the the whatever I felt like a skater and yeah. we just went oh downtown Dog Boys Dragon Ball Z Boys oh man trademark and uh, I I came home late and I came in and my mom was saying vete para arriba I was like what was vete para arriba I was like alright yeah. cool whatever and then yeah she started spanking me and then she started crying I'm like why are you crying <laughs> whatever you know so yeah. it's like disappointment with with parents for me was a big thing I don't mm. like to disappoint them I don't I want to make sure I'm always doing the right thing so yeah. they didn't have to worry about me my kids fuck dude, they're animals. They're animals, whatever. bro. They're 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 little. They're eleven, nine, and and six, but they're they're little savages. Like I yeah. see it on their face, bro. Mm -hmm. How do how does your past influence the way you raise your family right now? 
Well, I tried to do whatever I disagreed with my parents. I tried to change that and basically be encouraging to my kids. Whatever they want to do, I want to encourage them. My parents, half the shit that I said I wanted to do, they're like, that's a bad idea. We yeah. don't want you to, they just said, we don't even want you to be an artist. They're like, oh, you want to be an artist? You should be an art teacher. And I'm like, oh, that's that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm, I just want mm-hmm. to try to create art and be creative, you know. But they came from a good place. They were trying to tell me, we don't want you to be broke. So I think that's what most parents that that have that type of uh, approach, I think that's what they're trying to say, right? That makes they sense. I want you to be broke. I just want my kids to be happy. Yeah. Because you can't put no. a price tag on happy. No, my parents didn't want me to be happy. No? No. They wanted me to be a, a homeowner. Yeah. And so I'm a disappointment to them in that sense. But uh, no, they love me. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you made a movie, dog. I made a fucking movie. You're an Come entrepreneur. On. I'm on. I'm on an emo brown podcast. Right What's now. up, dog? <laughs> He's gonna be on here Second once a month, bro. Two <laughs> times in one week, bro. He created the logo. We gotta bring that back. Maybe it just needs a touch up. We need two logos. You know, we need two logos. We'll figure that out. That, that, that's neither near nor hair. What else you got? Oh, you were talking to me about trick or treating, fool. Yeah. Uh, did you guys take your kids trick or treating this year? <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, you guys take your kids trick or treating. Chula Vista was wild. <laughs> Chula Vista's bananas yeah, when it comes to trick or treating. Where do you take your kids in Chula Vista? Well, we took them right off of Eighth uh, Street. Okay, Eighth Street was they got some pretty nice decorated houses. Yeah, yeah. And Did you take them to the Christmas nuts, circle, dude? I think. Well, I don't fucking know what. Yeah, because okay, about. was there a lot of people, a lot of traffic, gang heads? Yeah, okay, so yeah, my parents live on that block. It's called Christmas Circle, and for Christmas, it's like the new candy cane lane people go around but more importantly for halloween bro for halloween all the houses like get their shit together and they let motherfuckers uh they coming through to do their trick-or-treating and all that shit and my parents they decorate everything it's a whole pelo it's a great place to take our kids trick-or-treating but this year my friend i saw some lady in her fucking late 30s dressed like selena Going yeah. to my mama's house trying to trick or treat, and I was like, ¿Qué pasó aquí esta madre? ¿Qué pasó aquí? <laughs> I was not. I was like, I was taking it back. Yeah. So then we took the kids around the circle to go trick or treating. I saw a bunch of like twenty year olds trick or treating. I looked at wife and said, like, "We fucking up. We need to go out here and go trick or treating." I mean, do you not like? Do you not like that? Like, I don't it, care. I, like, I, I frankly, I don't care. I just thought it was like, weird. Older people are trick or treating, or are you kids. like, there's an age limit? I thought that was weird because I my parents bought a shit ton of bags. We ne- we're never home for Halloween. Because we go to the Christmas circle, because that's where yeah. everybody's at. You know, we post up in the front, we're drinking. For Mario and Lopez it, family, it, probably she, lives. I don't know, dog. I don't know. Nah, don't don't take it easy, dog. I've right, been canceled right, right. until it is a shit, dog. <laughs> I'm a big Mario Lopez fan, and I think people hate me for that. Really? I feel, Mario I, Lopez is the man. Mar- Mario Lopez is the man, but yeah. I feel like I get a lot of hatred from him because he's a Dodger fan. I'm like, it is what it is, bro. Yeah. But yes, don't come at me dressed like Selena in your mid 30s. Tricky, tricky. Uh. Don't do that, dog. I feel like. I'm the one to tell you what not to do, but that's just a bad look. You get the candy corn. You don't get, yes. you don't get the Reese's See, peanut butter. Fuck that's yeah, why bro. it's important to have the two kinds. Yeah, yeah. be like, uh, you know what? You get a little <laughs> yeah, yeah, jar yeah. of goop. You're there getting, you go. <laughs> you're going to get Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah. fucking goop, bro. Well, do you think there should be an age limit then? How old do you think I don't give a fuck. How, the what, oldest for What was the oldest you went trick-or-treating? Well, I went trick-or-treating deep in high school. Okay, high school's fine. You're still yeah. in school. Yeah. Splurge, what was the oldest you were when you went trick-or-treating? I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Damn, well, you didn't celebrate shit. I didn't get to do shit, bro. Yeah, so Now he's trick-or-treating so now, and you're trying to oh, take yeah. away from him. I wanted to dress as Selena. And <laughs> well, that's weird. Jehovah's Witnesses love knocking on people's doors, but you don't like motherfuckers hey, knocking on your right. door at Halloween. That's a little crazy. Look at the uh, role reversal there. That's not right. It's not right. <laughs> what about you, Angel? What was the oldest you went trick-or-treating? I haven't gone in years. Okay, um, hopefully, but what was the oldest you did go? Probably senior year, maybe just like that summer out. Um... 
Also, real quick, I put a poll in the chat. Have <laughs> I like you when ever, you do that, fool. <laughs> have you ever had to hide a tattoo from anyone? So far, 50-50. Some people have, some people have not. I remember mm. my dad had a chest tattoo. He had like a, a heart with an arrow. Go ahead. He would always come out of the bathroom like he was doing the Pledge of Allegiance, bro, just like this. And I'm like, Dad, what's up? Like you, You're always scratching. You got an eczema, Dad? Years what's going later on? did I find out he was hiding a tattoo. It was a small one, but my mom just didn't want him to show that. You guys hear that? What happened? The pop? No. Never mind. Right. Another ghost. Another Hello. ghost. <laughs> what were you dressed as when you did the last Dude, Halloween? Dude, my mom, my last Halloween, I think it was Scream. Like, I'm a huge fan of Ghostface. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but before. Ghostface killer. When I was younger, my mom would make all of my costumes, bro. Like, I was Batman. My brother was Robin. Uh, my twin sick. brother. Uh, we were Peter Twin Pat brother from Tennessee. Calm down. Here we go. Let's go. Let's test this out. Oh, there it is. Where we go? Uh, but no, yeah, it was fun. But I never, I don't know. It's kind of cringe going too old, trick or treating, you know? I just well, there's some cities and, and some states Go ahead. that would agree with you. Oh, shit. Talk to me. According to NPR. NPR. Uh, Who the fuck? Look at you. Yo, according to NPR. <laughs> NPR. The sources of NPR told me that, uh, yeah, there are some like counties and states and stuff that have rules against teenagers trick-or-treating. In no fact, candy for you. There was even some places that like in the 70s would threaten jail time for kids, like up to six months in jail if you're too old. Oh my man, so what is the uh, yeah. the age limit that they put? So it's different down. in all places. What um, about in Tennessee? In Tennessee, 14 probably. 14 probably. That's what this state says. <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was Massachusetts or something though. So after 14, 14 you can't go tricky tricky. Uh, what is that? Does that mean they have cops out there like- How old are you? Checking, yeah, IDs and shit like, I didn't bring it, I'm Superman, you know? <laughs> oh my God, how do you enforce that? And like the rules are different everywhere, but like I thought what that was What if that 18-year-old like, identifies yeah. as a 14-year-old? Mm -hmm. Riddle me that. Or like, what if like- That's the future. That's the future, sure. that's the future. What if you grew up in a situation like a Jehovah's Witness where you never got to do that and you're like, well, this is the fucking year I'm gonna do it. Like, cause I'm my own person now and I wanted experiences. And then some guy like Steve's like, no, Selena, you get candy corn. Well, I still gave her candy. She still got candy. Yeah, she still got candy. She looked more like Yolanda than Selena, though. Fool, I was like, what are you doing? You look hella old. Dude, coming out here. I don't think they should be like threatening jail time. I think we just need to bring the trick back into trick or treating. Is my opinion. Somebody tricked one of my sons. They gave him an empty wrapper. That would be me. I was like, oh shit. I would do that shit. I would do that shit to the Selenas though. Like, like I wouldn't do that to like the cute little like kids coming up and like their little whatever. But like I would do that to like the older kids for sure. The only reason I am upset about Selena coming out and and getting candies is you're taking away from the kids, bro. The little kids and you saw the streets were mobbed up with a bunch of little kids that by the time like eight o'clock came around, my parents were out of candy and they bought a shit ton of candy. Let me flip this on you. Maybe she was out trick-or-treating for a kid that mm. couldn't trick-or-treat. That's another thing. Like a lot of people don't think about that. Like you see a grown adult or an older teenager or something like out there trick-or-treating. Like I've met tons of people. I'm like, you're out here trick-or-treating. Like, well, you know, my brother's at home. He's like super sick, can't go out or like. Yeah. It's Halloween, He's fool. Like in a it's hospital. candy, dog. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, but like it's the experience. Like for a little kid that gets to see everybody else go trick or treating, and they're stuck up in a bed. So wait, that, that's how that works. Let me that's go experiences for you, and I'll come back and tell you how how much fun I had. No, like the kid gets the candy, and like sure, it's not the same. It's like still a bummer, but like I guess I'm the Grinch of Halloween yeah, fool. <laughs> but what I and not every situation is like that. Some people are just assholes, like trying to get that full size Snickers when they go to the better. Fuck it, full size <laughs> Snickers. That's Coronado. Yeah, they go to the better neighborhoods for the trick or treating. That's oh my, my 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 oldest kid, son, he dressed up as Pee Wee Herman. You yeah, know, cool. yeah. So and and he pulled it off clean, bro. Like he's a clean. And, yeah, he? he said, "This is the last year, Dad, that I'm being Pee Wee." I said, "All right, cool." How many years did he do Pee Wee? Two years. Oh, okay. Two years. He did it last year, and he did it cool. this year. He's had his suit, and this year the suit it looks perfect. It's almost high watery, bro. Uh, he had the white little uh, slip ons, and he did the dance. And I told him, "Hey, if somebody says you don't know Pee Wee, what do you know about Pee Wee Kid?" I said, "You hit them with the fucking dance," and he did. He would start uh, hitting them with the fucking dance sick. and shit. And they would, 
we went up to a house and the house was uh decorated as peewee's playhouse oh that's tight yeah, yeah it was hella nice. sick they knew he was coming yeah, and, and they saw that he was there and it was like oh and he did the dance, and they gave him a king size Snickers and nice. a full bag of fucking peanut M and M's. They probably had that shit just set aside. They, for they did. They said we had this, and you know who was operated? Aisha. Aisha was there with one of her oh, friends. Shit. Aisha's one of the members in her foundation. Uh, she was there handing candies out. She's like, "Hold on, you want you guys won this." So yeah, we were like stoked on it. But yeah, I love Halloween. But yeah, you're taking away from the kids, bro. But when the teenage yeah. kids don't dress up, yeah, they just, yeah, walk, up, they just walk up asking. I'm like, like, "What's your yeah, costume?" Yeah, yeah man, fucking. Like, Act like you've been At there before, that point, bro. You better come to me with some sort of like story. Like yeah. I'm just out here getting. I don't want to do this. I'm out here getting candy for someone else. But like, yeah, those kids. It's like they should go to jail. You, you gotta I, want it. I would give. You those gotta kids, want it. <laughs> I, I would usually like have like rocks or something too. Just like so you <laughs> feel something plop in your bag and just later and they go and they have a rock. <laughs> this is Christ, bro. That's a fucking Charlie. What's your most memorable Brown fucking or costume you ever had as a kid? Uh, well, my favorite was probably the one I did here. It mm. wasn't even as a kid. I dressed up as the horse head from the Godfather. You did dress up as a <laughs> horse head. Yeah. Balling. But my favorite was probably the Santa Claus when I dressed up like Santa and tried to hand out candy. That's pretty cool. Cause yeah, I, I was at the age where I couldn't even like go trick or treat anymore, but I would still like do like haunted houses in my front yard. And this year I had this elaborate plan to like make it like a, look like a mall Santa have like fake snow and like a throne and like elves and shit all around me. And, uh, it never happened. Last minute, I just ended up in a fucking Santa suit in the front yard. No lights, no snow, just a fucking chair. Creepy and a as fuck, yeah. bro. Creepy My friend as showed fuck. up as like Jesus. I was like, this is the Christmas theme we got here. <laughs> but yeah, we ran out of candy super early. And my, uh, I was like, well, Santa wouldn't give up. So I went in the backyard and I filled the bowl with charcoal briquettes. <laughs> What's your problem? I was handing out for? coal for Halloween. I was like, that's perfect. Like, someone's getting home and be like, who gave me coal? Ah, Santa. Like, what yeah, about my, my nephew dressed as a paletero man? Oh, so wait. So there's no more Jehovah Witness lineage. So now everybody, no, everybody kind of like they eased out of that Joe Jehovah Witness stuff. Yeah, shout was out it to tough? Jo yeah. JWs. Was it hard being raised Jehovah Witness? Mm, it was. It was a little. It was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting because I, I've met a lot of people that used to be Jehovah's Witness and they're still kind of traumatized by the whole shit. You know what I mean? What's so, traumatizing about the religion? I feel like sometimes people are still like subscribed to some of the dogmas, mm. and so in their head they're still like. What if that shit's real though? You know, what if tomorrow the end of the world's about to happen and then I'm not one of the Jehovah's Witnesses that's gonna survive that shit? Every religion feels that fear way. Fear based, though. right? Yeah, yeah, it's fear based actually. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, but just be uh, Catholic. We're guilt based. Yeah, you show up every Sunday. <laughs> Don't, do yeah. Don't, Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Matter what the fuck? Be Lutheran. Do. They just love Jello molds. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. Every party, like like every church event I ever went to, there's like a Jello mold and like some sort of like tuna casserole and donuts. Let me take this moment since you said the word subscribe <laughs> for you guys to jump out there and subscribe to our YouTube page. Please. We just recently hit over 1,800. Look at us. Wow, wow. We'll get there. Mention the poll. Tell everyone to vote right now. Vote. What, what's no, the poll? You don't, gotta, don't look at it. Don't just, look at just Angel's tell them poll. To vote. Go to the poll. Right go to the poll and vote. Oh, dude. Blindly what is it about? No, oh, you can't see it. Hey, go, it to the, go to the chat and please put your vote. We will um, tell you what the vote is after. It's a little bit of fun. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. No, fool. Are they voting on their favorite don't look. No, 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 no. Don't look at it. Please don't look at it. You're going you're gonna to kill it. Don't kill it. Please don't kill it. <sighs> hey, bro, I got oh, jokes. Man. Let me know. He's so sensitive today. Don't Let me know. kill it, please. What's wrong with you? I, I feel like you're making fun you. of us. One of us is definitely getting fun of. I'm Hexes, who's he making fun of? Oh, me, hey, Barry, or who's flirt? It's harmless, right? Hexes? Maybe he sent his twin back and his twin is sensitive. It's harmless. Does he have the same tattoos as you? Do you guys like no. keep the twin thing up like that much? Uh, no, but we don't have matching tattoos. We should, though. If anything, we probably get, get wire. We talked about getting uh, Mario and Luigi because when we were younger, I'm a twin, so I was yeah. the oldest. I was always Mario, player one. He was Luigi, player two. 
Um, but yeah, soon. Did you guys don't go look out at of your it, bro? Way don't to look different. Look at it. Please don't look at it. Please, you're gonna it. kill it, bro. I'm not looking at anything, bro. Hexus is giggling. It can't I'm looking at a text. No, it's not bad. No, you can look at it, BJ. Oh, so it is about me. Yeah, but it's no. It's just. Chad, you're so lucky. I can't read. Do, do, is it better as a twin to dress exactly like your twin? Yeah. When you're little, or or is it like you have this thing in you where you're like, well, I don't want to dress just like my twin. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. When we were twins, we always had that kind of. Don't look at it. We always had that kind of feeling of man. When we were younger, we wanted to dress alike. We wanted to dress alike so much. That's um, cool. But as we got older, we always had the same style. Like even to when when I went over this weekend, uh, he got me suited up. He has his own business, and he got me suited up with all of his gear. Um, so yeah, I kind of look to him. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Uh, <laughs> but no, I always look to him for like advice on fashion because he's all up in that world. He does trade shows and all that. No, yeah, it was a good time. Um, we had a fun time at the Nashville downtown. Nashville downtown is fun, beautiful, dude. dude I, love it. I wanted to call bar. you while you're out there and put you on the on the like podcast live, but Steve wouldn't do it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the live. I don't know what scared. happened. He, we he, made a mistake. Full. He didn't want to hear life. that you enjoyed it too much. He'd be like, <laughs> he's not coming back. We lost him. Yeah, I, there were rumors that I was out of the Emo Brown. Yeah, not, rumors not that true. you spread. I didn't spread rumors. Your what? brother started them. Full. It was like a week where you quit everything. True. You just like, yeah, let's take this moment to fucking thing, break news. Do you, where do you currently work? What, what's your new job, your new employment? Um, Pending. You still haven't gotten hired? No, I got hired. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting at the airport. I'm going to be doing bartending there. Um, starting off as a cashier, though, because it's union. They don't, hire, they don't hire bartenders from outside. I did my fingerprints. I felt bad. There was a guy, so we did our fingerprints. He had no fingers. You're like, (laughs) 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 no. So I'm there getting my fingerprints, and I had to give all my documents. But there was some dude that wasn't documented. And when it came time for us to like take our pictures for the uh, airport card or whatever, um, he didn't have his like birth certificate. And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I need it." And he's like, "Oh yeah, this is all I have." He had a social and an ID, but they needed more. And I, he was just um, undocumented. I felt bad because he was a nice guy, man. Hustler, yeah. uh, cook, line cook, and he could not get his uh, ticket thing. So I, I felt bad. I saw him after when I walked out and I did my fingerprints. Um, it was awkward, but I just, I don't know, I felt bad. It's like I felt, because I'm a Mexican too, and it just felt kind of shitty. Yeah. You know? um, we didn't I'm cross the border. Thankful. The border crossed us. Well, yeah. Go ahead and say every it. street, Every street and city in San Diego is, you know, San Diego, it's a after a Mexican Something. I don't know. I feel like you're taking a stance on some shit right now. You okay? Ooh, look, oh, really yeah. Yeah. I, just, I don't know what I feel. I just felt bad, bro. I don't know what I'm feeling, but I didn't feel good about it. At that day, the Grinch's heart grew two sizes. This motherfucker quit three punk ales and the Elwood to take a job that it's still currently and pending. And quit Emo <laughs> Brown. Like, and I, Emo Brown. I have All in one week. I had the text. He's like, I'm going to be too busy, guys. I don't that, like hey, you anymore. I said, that's wait fine. for me. I said, yeah. wait for me. That's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, what is, does that mean for us? How does that fuck us? This is a priority for sure for me. I've uh, told you guys that this is something that I want to continue to grow and work in. Um, I love it. Bantering and growing. I'm learning a lot. And <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Awesome. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> There's I don't three like talking buttons. too much. <laughs> That's what we kept hearing. Hey, Splurge, tell this motherfucker to start a poll and see who, how long should we keep fucking. <laughs> oh, I got a poll. Hey, keep, keep going in the poll. I'm going to end it in months. like two minutes. <laughs> don't support cashless businesses. There yeah, it is. Tell us about that. Tell us about that, fool. I was saying a lot of people that are undocumented or a lot of people that work under the table or a lot of people that work in kitchens, they get paid cash and... Sometimes you go to a fancy coffee shop and they don't let you buy the fancy coffee unless you're paying with a card or you're having some sort of, um, like, you're documenting every single purchase. You know? I've seen that model in North Park. That's the only model I've ever seen that, the, the, in North Park, actually, yeah. is at a restaurant. And it says, we are a cashless uh, 
a cashless restaurant. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I actually started thinking about it. It's like, oh, it's almost like they're creating like a little bit of a, a social social class war. That's why I like Grasshopper. You know what I'm saying? All cash. All, no, they accept debit card now. Do they take it? Yeah. Oh, they, they, shit, they, I'm about to lose all my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was just nice weird. Like you start breaking. Like what kind of businesses would not want to accept cash? Okay. Okay. Probably a business that wants to exclude a certain kind of demographic. A demographic oh. that includes people who don't have, uh, I don't know, like a bank account or financial institution or anything. Yeah. What kind of people don't have that? Yeah. People who have bad credit scores, people who have bad banking history, people who are not documented. So it's like, I feel like if you get to the root of it, it's like, okay, you're going cashless because of this. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, so, I mean, when I hear it that way, it's like, I, I, I can't, I can't support a cashless business if i knowingly know that that's what they're trying to do unless they have really good pastries which one yeah. dog? those scones are screaming which scones. one <laughs> which scones. one dog which one what's the place what's the i don't want to say why not you give them your money all right, all right. Pop, <laughs> the pop pie the, the pop pie oh that's the one on on uh, alcohol no, boulevard yeah, yeah off of alcohol right there on so park good. all of a sudden we're all in again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but i love that spot they got the best uh pot pies and yeah. pastries are bomb but they're like, we don't take cash. And I'm like, come on, bro. Why are you doing that I shit? I never drank COVID. Everybody got super Why you want to make cash? me hate you guys? Yeah, Why do you not want me here? I can't say no. I yeah. even have a sticker that says, don't support cashless businesses at my station. Uh -huh. And then I go over there to Popeye. As you, bro. I got to pay with my You didn't sell out. You bought in. Mm, I bought into some tasty-ass <laughs> Popeyes. I heard <laughs> that every $100 bill in uh, rotation right now has yeah. a certain amount of cocaine on it. From like Wall Street and the 80s. Damn, Barry. Way to go. That's a fact. Well, like, everybody got so worried during COVID, like, the money is dirty, the money is dirty. I'm like, dude, you know how many, like, dollars have been in so many G-strings since, like... Yeah. Whoa, bro. Wait, it was a family show. You're talking about Think guitars, about right? It. Yeah, G-strings. That's what I'm talking about, the one right here. G-string. That's a... Yep, that's a G. Yeah. Thank you. But I think, uh, I think people have, like, Gotten a little too carried away with like, ew, it's dirty. It's like, dude, it's been like your dirty. iPhones it's are so gross. Yeah, you touch everything, then you touch your iPhone. Everything is gross. You know what's yeah. gross? The holidays. And this is where we're at. We're here in the holiday season. I feel like Halloween um, is the kickoff. The kickoff event for the holiday season, Barry. Mm -hmm. Alcohol days? Or what is it? Oh, yeah. You want to hear about my I favorite holiday? Are you guys familiar with the term alcohol days? Alcohol days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a thing, apparently, because I do it. But... So there's several definitions on the uh, wonderful world of Urban Dictionary. My favorite one was it's uh, a day, specifically a work day, devoted to absenteeism and heavy drinking. So you're so playing like, hooky. Yeah, you basically just go like, I'm not going to work today. Instead, I'm drinking. But then like the, uh, the, the more standard definition would be like any holiday, like St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, where it's like largely based in drinking. But I like the idea of the alcohol day being a day where you just avoid all responsibilities and just like, not necessarily like blackout from drinking, but just... Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. The angel lifestyle. Yeah, wake up. Angels and have approach some to life. With Wheaties, you know. Amazing. <laughs> Angels approach to life. Afol, <laughs> do we do we mess with you too much? Absolutely not. No. Are you sure? Fine, we're gonna mess with you more. Start now. a poll on that, you fucker. All right, all right. Hey, I'm gonna end this one. We'll start. Hey, we'll start if I don't know. Do we go in on Angel too much? I feel like that's a legit question. Or could what? we do more? We could do more. Believe more. you me, we could do more. <laughs> oh, before the podcast, you guys were going in hard on that fool. I thought he yeah. was. He, he went to the bathroom for a minute. Yeah, yeah, he was gone. His eyes were a little goofy. I'm sorry, three, dude. Hey, I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> no, I'm hey, sorry. I'm I'm good. Trust, I'm having a good time. <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> I swear. A great time. Don't look at the chat, bro. I'm not looking at the chat. I'm looking at my notes, bro. Well, you're closing the poll. When do we get to know about this? Yeah, when do we fucking find uh, out? This is an. I'll remind you. I'll remind you before we finish today's episode. Well, what if we never finish? We're, we're never gonna. We're hanging with splurge. I could do this all day. 
True. Splurge, Splurge, tell us about the first opening of your movie, Hellbound Boys. How did that go? It went so good that even my mom, one mm -hmm. of the most biggest haters in San Diego, she hates everything. Okay. Yeah. She said <laughs> it was a, led, it. It was a good movie. She's like, you know what? This was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Hell yeah, like, man. My own mom said that. Usually she says, I mijo que fel stas, or, <laughs> you know, like, you're a dummy, or you're a weirdo, uh -huh. or all that type why of shit. Why did you do that? Yeah, why'd you do that? How come you're not Joe's witness? Why did the third grade teacher say you were masturbating in class? Just, Were you, you did those things? No, I didn't. No, but when I was in third grade, I <laughs> was, was rubbing my dick grade, by the way. on the desk. Why? Because the, the kid next to me said, hey, dude, um, if you rub your dick on the desk, it feels good. Okay. And so I was like... <laughs> All right, cool. And then I was like, Angel, get his desk. Let's test that. Let's test that. Like, hey, can we get like, a desk? Yes, please. Oh, shit. I was like a third grade kid. I don't yeah. know what. No, you were just discovering it for the like, first time. Oh, yeah. shit. This feels good. And then next thing you know, two weeks later, I thought that nobody knew what the fuck I was doing. Uh -huh. And then the teacher had a meeting with my mom, like, hey, your kid's been like, Doing some maniac doing shit. Some maniac or shit. <laughs> I love this like, It's so embarrassing. Dog. What school was that? Bravo Elementary. There's yeah. gum under that Look desk. That Hot desks over there. All the gum. <laughs> oh, Dude, one time I went to the bathroom. The, not my other traumatic experience for a thing that happened in elementary school. I had to use the the restroom, but the the doors at Bravo Elementary didn't have fucking the the. The stalls didn't have doors. Okay. You know? And so I had to use the bathroom. Thank goodness there was no one in there. So I'm like, oh, fuck. But I poop didn't want to get uh, poo. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want to get AIDS or whatever. You know, when you're little, you don't know shit. This was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so I'm like floating above the toilet. Okay. Trying to. Levitating. Trying full. to make it land right. I Those don't even know worst. where my butthole is, dog. So it's just like, I missed and it hit the back of the. Splash. The toilet? Uh -huh. No, no, the back of the, like. I didn't decker. even make it. The, the, the back of the, the, the fucking toilet seat. Okay. And it was just the biggest turd ever on the toilet seat. How do you? And I was, like, terrified because I'm not going to. You were making a statement, turd. fool. You yeah. were making a statement. And then I tried to run out, and the janitor was going into the bathroom <sighs> while I'm sweating bullets because I'm so nervous. And I bumped into him, and I ran. And I had to avoid the janitor for the rest of the school year. There it is, bro. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know how we got on him pooping and masturbating on his desk, but look at that. Traumatic experiences. Traumatic experiences. It, they make you who you are. Yeah. That, that's Did any of that make it into the movie? Not the shit on the toilet bowl, but... Um, yeah, the masturbation did. Tampoco? <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. That'll be in the horror movie. <laughs> I think the moral of the story yeah. is that your mother enjoyed this movie. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, it, okay, that's what we were talking that's about. What, yeah, <laughs> my mom loved the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. it's yeah. a, You know what? I can only speak for Mexicans, but yeah. I feel like parents' validation is one of the most important things in our lives. It's like a top-tier thing that I know I look and strive to get on the regular, yeah. you know? Because talking to my parents and to backing up any of my dumbass ideas, yeah. if I feel like I got them in my corner, I, I can't lose. You know, I feel like, oh, okay. So your mom telling you that your movie was good and you've done well, it felt that's, that's got to be very fucking yeah. completing for you. Well, another thing that I always advocate for is being able to tell your parents, fuck off. Go ahead. Dude. You're a fucking asshole. Because mm, a lot of parents, they they tried their best, but they weren't good parents. Mm. And so I see some, some grown-ups that are just like, they still want to win their parents over, and their parents are just, they've just been through so many traumas that they can't be a good parent. It's like just leave him alone, dude. Uh, leave him alone. Stop trying to win him over. You know, Barry. Do you have that problem as a white person? Uh, for me, it was one of those things. Like once I moved out, I told my parents like everything. I, it wasn't like I came over and was like, "Let me tell you everything." But it was like I didn't hold back in the stories anymore. I left all the illegal shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, all the things I used to do in your house. Let me tell you now. Yeah, <laughs> you can't ground yeah, me. Yeah. But like while I was living there, yeah, I tried to keep it like hush hush and like yeah. respectful. And there was no like we had our beefs, like definitely like screaming matches and some fucking holes in my door. But like. 
Other than yeah. that, nah, it, it got it got better as soon as I moved out. Yeah, forgive everybody. You got to forgive them. They yeah. tried their best. And now that I'm doing it myself, I'm like, fuck. And I catch myself like just doing things, not even instinctually, just like it just comes out of you. Like, oh, I'm my dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, man. But you, I think the important thing is recognizing it. That's all. Get you, bro. We got deep as fuck right now, dog. Yes, yeah. We're not just funny, you know. When is the next release for Hellbound Boys? Where can we go watch it, and how do we get tickets? Or is it sold out? It's sold out. That's my guy. Nice, I'm so stoked, dude. We got some love out there, but we're gonna have a meeting tomorrow with um, La Jolla Contemporary Art, the museum, and um, I got a homie that works over there, and we're gonna have a meeting tomorrow. Hopefully, we're gonna be able to screen it in December. In December, um, yeah. All right. So all the San Diego heads that weren't there for the first showing, hopefully, you guys could make yes. it. It's a fun movie, dude, and there's a lot of laughs. And um, So after these releases, where can one find or stream this movie? Okay, we're going to have it on Tubi and Amazon Prime in a couple months. Yeah. Oh, nice. Amazon Prime. Oh, that's huge, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we're working Is on that. Is that how the money starts rolling in? How, do, how does a movie like this uh, get to the next level and start making money? Like, how do you get that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I keep watching YouTube videos. And I, oh, that's cool. Trying to watch YouTube videos, trying to figure that shit out. But, um, yeah, bro, I'm learning about it. So... Hopefully, I get enough uh, enough feedback to where people get interested in it. And they watch it on Tubi and Amazon Prime, and then I'm able to make my money back. Thirty grand. We'll see what happens. We should if do a not, streaming okay. party here. Have everybody come, bring it. They stream it on their phone on mute. We stream it on the big screen. I would love Happy single that, party. Dude. Wait, so how do we do that? What, what are you saying? So we have everybody come. Go ahead. Yeah. We all stream it yeah. on our phones, but we just mute that shit, set it to the side. And then we watch it on the fucking big screen too. So it's like you get like all the streams in the room. You get the big yeah. supporting the homies. We all watching it together. Supporting the homies, yeah. I've done that with my records. Like when I put really? them out, I'm like, I'll tell people come over, be like, all right, play my shit, mute that. We're gonna listen to it on the speakers over here. But yeah. like, yeah. we'll get five plays instead of one now. Hey, you look <laughs> at you, man. That's I did that for a week. I stream farming. I believe that's referred yeah. to as stream farming. Yeah, Good supporting idea. the homies. One would say. You guys are able to show movies? Oh, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. We, want, we, want, we can uh, put a yeah. pole in there. We can bring a donkey. Whatever you want, bro. Whatever you want, dog. We can do it all, dog. Aisha's yeah, down for this. Idea. Yeah. Everyone's saying they're in for that. They'd be really? done. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be so Marino's cool, super man. stoked on it, too. Dude, That's I think Marino's it. a super fan, it turns out, huh? Marino's a homie, bro. Shout out. Why yeah. is he here? Yeah. He's just be hanging out. Sponsored, bro. Come by the shop. I'm going to hook you up with some shirts or sweaters. Get it! Yeah. yeah, we need an emo brown tattoo party again where we go. Yeah, well, where we go out and we all get some fucking emo brown splurge ink, bro. So that we got to cool. figure it out, put that in a poll, see who's down to go. And then we just, you know, we'll set it up and we just get in there and you put do work on us, bro. And whoever's part of the emo brown social club get it? gets a yeah. special discount. Stay tuned for more. Oh, make it clack. And a lot of people are saying that, yes, you do go too hard on me. I said, does Steve go in on Angel too much? I put, yeah, dude. And then no, not at all. 60% said, yeah, dude. Forty percent not at all, and I. How did. many of those votes were you? <laughs> I put the not at all ones. Uh, next vote is coming out right now. You're so <laughs> this man loves voting. This motherfucker. Hey, it's engagement, bro. Engagement, bro. Cool. So what did we learn today? Talk to us. We learned about splurjo, all the things, bro. Jujitsu, boxing, Jehovah's Witness. He never dressed up for Halloween. You know, he's a rapper, Machaca Brown. All of the things. He owns his own tattoo shop, Pop's Tattoo Shop, in City Heights. In his own town, in his own city, yeah, own where you fucking right, born and raised, bro. Where do you live now? City Heights, 40th that's Street. Right. 40th oh, Street. That's too much. Too yeah, don't much. Put that you just there. put too uh, much out ooh. there, dog. 42nd Street. There <laughs> it is. Oh, shit. The corner of 40 and 42nd. <laughs> Little Somalia. <laughs> 
We learned that he was a professional boxer with a professional fighting record of four and O MMA. Yeah. I didn't yeah. do no, no boxing. No, no. Well, I did he just amateur did box. boxing. Okay. Yeah. How was your record in amateur boxing? I think like three and O, but I did like this motherfucker does not seven know how to lose. Why don't you spread a little good luck on fucking Kiki Brown? He's gonna do good. When? Yeah. I Where? Got, I got the energy. Yeah. I felt the energy. I'm like, you know what? This how much money would you put on that? 20 bucks. That's it? Well, no, nah, man. All I got right, right, right. to make money bucks. off this guy. Right, right. on a movie, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got to, we, you got to tell us what we need to do to help you spread the word with the movie. Yeah. How, well, tell us, bro. Well, guide us, direct us. It, if we have a party and show it uh -huh. here, because we don't have no, uh, we, we haven't showed it in Chula Vista, and it has a lot of Chula Vista vibes, I think, all Mexican cast. So let's show it here at the Emo Brown and have a party, dude. Well, let's help you make some of that money back. Like, do a fucking charge so you can get some of that money back, dude. Figure that out. Figure all that component out. You have a home here. Yeah. We'll fucking do that shit for free. Oh, is anybody friends with like Quentin Tarantino or something like that? You know that? what? Um, Caesar. <laughs> Caesar? Yeah, Caesar. Big friends. <laughs> the, the, the hugest. No, man, we don't need those things. We don't need that. We, huh? we got it. DIY. Do it yourself, yeah. bro. Uh, who's the, the most famous Mexican in San Diego? I'm looking, looking at him right at now, oh, bro. Mario That's you. That's all on, Mario, Mario Lopez. Lopez. Oh, shit. Let's get Mario Lopez to be in the next movie. Hell yeah. Do you have a connect with him? No, I thought that's your homie. He's Not got a picture of House of Boxing. Shit. Yeah, he has a picture of House of Boxing. Really? Yeah, so maybe Barragan. Maybe Barragan has a connect. Okay, I'll figure. We'll it figure out. it out, yeah, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll Canelo, uh, RuPaul, and Mario Lopez in the next movie. You know his what? I know his aunt. She worked at the YMCA with me. Damn, you're just divulging too much information over here for my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. Yeah, you don't want it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for cruising in, bro. Yeah, my pleasure. It's an honor to always have you here, hanging out with us. We'll definitely set up a date when we can all go out, all the social club members, get a special rate discount on an emo brown tattoo given to Mr. fucking Splurjo himself and his crew. Joe Garlic's still there? Joe Garlic's the man. That's the guy, The fool. mayor of Bakersfield. The mayor of Bakersfield. It's, it's him and then Jonathan Davis from Corn, and then Cece from the Elwood. Yeah. They're, all, they're all up there. But yeah, man, you have a killer squad. Can't we wait to get our crew up there. We're going to stream a movie here for them, Hellbound Boys. We're going to figure out when, how, and where to, how to do it here. We got to figure all that shit out. Don't forget to buy your tickets for the Gratitude Ride and also for the uh, Winter, Winter Formal. Formal. We got to make sure we get that out and about. But, Serge, I appreciate fuck, you, man. bro. Emo Brown crew. Every time I best. see you, you keep growing. Thanks. Every time I see you, you keep legitimately. And I feel I'm like the, the legend continues to grow. With the homie Sergio Hernandez. Do the button. Hold where on, we before end. we go. Oh, shit. Before we go. There we you go. Hot news. Oh, no. What happened? We're going to be cutting to Steve in the studio right now. He had an interview with two lovely ladies. I thought we were doing that next week. That's this week. No, we're doing that on Monday. Oh, well, stay yeah. tuned for next stay week. Stay tuned for next Monday. We're not doing <laughs> that next Steve will have a Damn, fool. Look look at, I thought I was saving the show. Saving <laughs> this motherfucker. Right. Hey, before we go, we had a surprise poll I asked in the chat. Not that much of a How surprise. long do you think Steve will hold on to that base? I liked it, bro. I and felt I like it was my safety The blanket. whole episode, or he's going to take it off before it ends. So far, everyone put 75% that he will have it the whole episode. Oh, he's like, a committed oh, guy. Bro. Rocking it this whole I'm going to fucking bring episode. it out next episode, too. I just I like I was fucking writing the song over there, dude. I was just like, I thought it was only gonna be for like 20, 25 minutes. No, nah, I knew he was all in. That's why I gave up on mine. I was like, I'll let him have it. <laughs> Hit the button. Let's wrap this bitch up. Bye. Thank you, guys. Later.